1: Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, we have some very special guests for this episode. Uh, welcome Ryan and Shane from the hit show BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, oh wow. hello,
2: guys. Thank you for having us. Oh <laughs> is my that God. what that's how you say hello to people <laughs> yeah, when you walk know into a room? Why I
3: went with an Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> or just oh. kind of like, like hey. a
2: haphazard, like wow, that was a really good surprise party thing you just threw from me. Like, whoa,
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so
3: yes, happy to be here. Thank you for Shane having us. Shane is shocked. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, we're so excited. Thanks for coming. Um, We have these very special guests for a very special fan pick episode. Always. Brought to you by Melissa Walters. And Melissa's fan pick topic is really, she really was thinking outside the box on this one. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, you're
0: so clever. God damn it. That was good. That was good. <laughs> no, don't encourage Thanks. her. It's it was great, terrible. It's
1: great when you pause and there's silence and then you have to add your own laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, so the topic is Pandora's box crime. Yes. yes. And Melissa uh, thankfully defined this topic in her email, um, as quote, crimes that were only supposed to be minimal, but ended up being a shit show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kind of like this podcast. <laughs> I was just
4: going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every episode we've ever done. Okay. Good. Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, we've got Pandora's box crimes ready for you and, uh. First, I think we probably need some libations. Yes, mm-hmm. so, that sounds good. Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing for Pandora's
0: Box crimes? I've got something perfect for you today because today we are drinking Boda Box boxed Sauvignon Blanc. Oh my god! Oh,
2: wow, that, I don't know what that is, but that sounds good.
0: Oh, you don't know she what Boda good. Box? Is? Yeah, come on, get with
2: it. Speaking
0: I, I, I of I ending be up being a shit show. Oh my God. Seriously. I, yeah, I had, I have tapped into this box already because I can't have a box of wine in my possession without having a little bit of it. But obviously, mm-hmm. we had to drink wine from a box for a Pandora's Box episode. That like, does make sense. That does
2: make sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, mm-hmm. Boda mm-hmm. Box Sauvignon Blanc according to their website and according to what I have tasted, offers... And according to my local grocery store checkout aisle. (laughs) Offers lively aromas of bright citrus, lemongrass, and honeydew melon. This crisp, (laughs) medium-bodied wine has juicy flavors of ripe nectarine, melon, and lime zest that extend into a smooth, elongated finish. This is a California Sov with an ABV of 13%. On the dot, I love a precise ABV. Cali baby. Yeah, get it. <laughs> Which is a nice <laughs> nod to our, our friends. Our guests. And now, box wine gets a bad rap, but I fully endorse Boda Box. Like, these wines uh-huh. are really freaking good. This is not like a slap-the-bag Franzia adventure this I do enjoy quick. slapping
2: a bag. I've seen Ryan slap some bags mm-hmm. in my day.
0: Slap the udder, baby. I think that's why you guys were late today, because you were slapping your bags. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, Shane has to tell me to stop slapping the bag sometimes.
0: Called out, party two. Uh, two.
2: In college, that's why there, I used to do this thing called Tour de Francia.
0: Yes. And, and, it was, yes. Uh, and
2: it was like a drinking yes. game where there was an obstacle course, and at every uh, checkpoint you had to slap the bag. Yeah. I made great decisions in college.
0: Yeah, we oh so do- good. Well, this is not that. This is like, this is the <laughs> slapped the bag of your 30s where it's like, I'm too tired, leave the bag alone.
5: <laughs> leave the bag, bag
0: in the box. Leave the bag in the box. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this wine is good shit. And what I love about Boda Box in particular is that it is hella sustainable, which is probably why they sell it at like Trader Joe's. I like to hear it's, that.
2: That's good. Yeah.
0: SFI certified, printed with, VOC-free inks on craft, unbleached, recycled paper containing 90% post-consumer fiber, bonded with corn starch instead of glue, and 100% recyclable throughout. Ooh. Inside, the mm. wine bag is BPA-free, and both the bag and the spout are Category 7 recyclables. Uh, Boda wines are sustainably made at their certified sustainable winery in California and boxed wine in general just lasts longer because there's no exposure to air or light. So you don't end up uh, having waste, which is awesome. So there's like a lot of reasons.
1: (laughs) It's like your child basement boy. Yeah. No exposure to To air or light.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: yeah. (laughs) It's like Nicole Kidman's kids and the others.
0: Exactly. Totally, They get it. (laughs) When I have my <laughs> twins, one who I raise in eternal darkness and one who I raise in constant sunlight, and they meet when they're eighteen, we'll see who wins. And my money is on basement boy.
2: Great, that sounds great. In the
0: subsequent gauntlet, yes, my so, money's on sunshine sun, though. I'm, I'm outnumbered. I just think that he's going to be like shriveled up like a grape that has become a raisin. What if he looks like the, the light know. exposure? What if
3: he looks like the brawny man? What if he just gets I think, real yeah. strong? No, I think
0: Sunshine Sun is going to look like Powder from the acclaimed film Powder. Oh, I mean, yes. That makes that makes no sense. I just think he's going to get bleached out. He also from has
4: all, has that all sunshine. the.
3: I don't think that's uh, how skin works. That's
0: not how <laughs> skin works. And I also think Basement Boy <laughs> is also going to look like Powder from the acclaimed film. Powder. He will
3: definitely look like Powder from the acclaimed film Powder.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I just picture Sunshine Sun to be like Ed Sheeran. Oh god! Like oh, wow. that's what I'm picturing. No. that's not
4: how skin works either. He's but at gonna least be he'll write tan, balance. and he's gonna be he's gonna be buff because he has all the room in the world to run around. Basement yeah, but it's boys not like confined I'm gonna, to a basement. I'm gonna
0: feed yeah, them both but the he's doing he's down same. there doing
2: dips. You know he's getting those uh, triceps. Yeah, so,
0: he's exactly. probably like, <laughs> he's gonna Schofield it. Honestly, folks, the only way we're gonna know is if I just do the experiment. That's so, true. That's a good thing child to aspire services. to. Yeah. Anyway. So the only drawback I can see on boxed wine is that there's no pop or crack. Oh.
5: So I guess we'll just say,
0: I don't know, nice pour, nice spout, nice backs. Nice stream. Nice stream. Nice pfft.
3: There's sort of a bag jiggle oh to God, it, I isn't burped. there? Is there nice a bag big. jiggle? Let's nice do a big.
4: big. Let's do a nice slap.
0: Nice slap. Yeah. I can't slap, slap it, though. I think just slap, slap is to better because slap you saying
2: nice stream to the sound of... A liquid <laughs> being poured it. into something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> nice maybe stream. Maybe it's not
2: the best. <laughs> Can't re- No, I not actually, I like. Well I like nice audio. stream.
0: I'm making an executive secret. Our executive secret. <laughs> executive decision. It's nice stream now. Oh wow! You ready? Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm putting <laughs> it up true? to the mic so I, oh, you can hear me pouring it. Popular I have to turn my gain bathrooms. up so you can actually hear it. Hold on. Ready. Nice stream, man.
3: Hey, nice stream. Nice stream. That's what I say every time I go up to the room <laughs> <laughs> to any guy. Tap him on the shoulder bathroom. too. It's yeah, going they're they're really not, but well. Then in public bathrooms, we all compliment each other's stream. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: and it's best it's if streaming. you whisper it at close yeah, proximity. Yeah, I just,
0: I just poured it. It's all the way to the top. You all missed it, but I love it. Nice (laughs) stream. Nice (laughs) stream.
2: I get really close so he could smell the Popeyes on my breath that I just got at the terminal. Yum. And I whisper, nice stream. You got to hydrate, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's super rude that you get to eat Popeyes and all I have is a Boda box.
2: You you know, you really sold me on the Boda box. uh, It's really good. Are you guys sponsored by Boda?
0: No, I just like their wine. You just
2: love it. I think you're in the pocket of big Boda box.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, there's no I better wish. pocket to be in. Yeah, I guess so. I it's would gladly climb into pocket. that pocket. So, Boda Box, get at us.
5: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. they should. I that was th- a good. Pitch. I think,
4: I think Boda Box and Beta Brand
1: should hook up.
4: Oh, oh
0: Beta
2: box yeah. Brand Boda it would be the the alliteration pair made in heaven. Mm.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. and wine in a box and comfy pants. I mean,
0: yeah.
1: a single yeah. woman's Brand. dream. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. Well, <laughs> cheers, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Blessed be the fruit. Cheers. Also,
4: f- fill your glasses to the brim because I got a special treat for you. Oh, oh dear God.
0: We're
2: drinking the, okay. the 14% Four Loco seltzer over here. <laughs> yeah. We duct take them to our hands. Yeah, we're playing Four Loco Oh, my God. Uh, you're playing uh,
0: Edward oh, Four Loco hands. hands? Yeah, Loco <laughs> hands, yeah. <laughs> we're going Edward Loco uh, hands.
2: We're taking it back well, to college.
0: Oh, should we also call- tell them that we took the which BuzzFeed Unsolved Guy are you quiz this morning oh, yeah. oh, in yeah. preparation oh, for this event? What, yeah, yeah, what were the results?
3: Understand, these are highly scientific quizzes, so yeah, they've been very, I, yeah, very Yeah, I think medded. there
1: were like three and a half questions, and one yes. of them was which one do you think you are? <laughs> which,
0: I gotta be honest. <laughs> I do it's think it's the shade, results of this I got quiz will Ryan. be. Ryan. <laughs> You got uh, me. So description for Ryan is, anything makes you jump. Some say you come off as naive, but mm. in reality, you're as sharp as a tack. You're open to trying whatever, even if it might scare the shit out of you. You're a loyal friend, but you have a terrible poker face, which is very true.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: that sounds ironically like the description though, of a golden retriever. I've never yeah, heard exactly. that description before. <laughs> well, you're Iron- welcome.
4: Ironically, though, we're going to share which... Unsolved guys, we are, but we also forgot to introduce ourselves. At oh, the yeah, top
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, whatever. I'm Kenyan. We've, we've only been doing this for two and a half years.
4: <laughs> okay, you're
1: Kenyan, but also who else are you? Oh, I'm Shane. I took the uh- quiz and I am Shane, which I felt was appropriate because I'm also pretty skeptical, except I definitely believe in aliens and yeah, Bigfoot, probably.
3: I also believe in aliens and Bigfoot, so. I think does the description on that. I feel I I know there's one quiz that was popular where the description was entirely wrong because it was like, he doesn't believe in anything.
4: <laughs> the, this one says, because I am Lucy and I am also Shane, and the description for Shane is, the only way you'll believe in something is if there's concrete evidence in front of your face, and even though some people may call you hard-headed and sarcastic, you're still a great friend to have. I am a great Aww. friend to
3: have.
1: <laughs> Love it.
3: <laughs> but yes, I do believe in aliens, and and to yeah. a lesser d- degree, Bigfoot, I think... I think she's out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's not that far-fetched. No. It's meat and bone. Yeah. She's probably right? Yeah. Yeah. And Agreed. the Loch Ness monster. Where do you stand on the Loch Ness? Because I feel like that one also not that far fetched. Okay, let's let's get to it. We'll get to okay. it.
4: Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> okay. So for my background and psych portion. Lately, when we've been having special guests on, I've preferred to make it into a drinking game instead of, like, any sort of background and Psych. Also, Pandora's box. What the fuck background and Psych could there be? I love right. it. Right. So today I have prepared a drinking game for us. Oh, no. Nice. Um, you don't know the rules, but I know the rules. I like that. And every time... Okay, so basically, there are three different drinking cues, and I know what the cues are, and you do not. Okay. So one of one of the clues, one of the cues, is a a specific word.
5: All right. Okay. Una- hmm.
4: Another cue is um, a word genre. So, like, it can be many different words, but they all have one specific thing in common.
3: I see. Okay. Mm-hmm,
4: and then mm-hmm. the third and final cue is an occasion. So, like Mm. something that happens throughout our conversation. And I will let you know when one of these cues has happened by making a specific noise. And I was looking around my house for, like, you know, I don't know, a keychain that meows or like a bell or something that's like, yeah, something that like makes a noise. And because I send out all of our Trash Queen shit every week and I also just had a garage sale, I don't have like any tchotchkes around but I do have a jar full of bones from a goat's tail.
3: Wow. Nice. Wow.
4: So that's what I've prepared. It sounds like this.
3: Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's getting God. me thirsty.
1: <laughs> so that's your drinking cue. <laughs> that is your cue to take a drink. Hearing them goat
3: bones oh really got me God. real
2: thirsty. I don't believe I don't you. I don't think those are goat bones. Those are just Skittles it's, in a jar. It's-
1: Better than the jar of goat balls, which we have talked about on an episode and received from a fan.
2: Oh, that's a a very sweet question. Oh, that's how you have all these goat parts. A a fan sent you all these goat parts?
4: No, the fan Uh, sent us goat balls, which were actually cocktail onions, and I purchased these goat bones from a local taxidermist because they're just cool.
3: As one does, (laughs) yes. I like goats, so I'm sure their bones are cool too
4: yeah, right. it's a whole tale's worth of bones. Is this a popular I've thing you bring out at like goat. dinner
2: parties Like oh, I see you looking at my jar of bones
3: <laughs>
4: uh, literally yes. I I have a cabinet <laughs> like a hutch in my dining room and it's like full of bones. And I host Thanksgiving every year with my conservative in-laws. It's great.
2: Oh, that's 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 a fun conversation.
4: <laughs> okay, so let's get going. I have some questions for Ryan and Shane. Uh, we're gonna start with some some softballs and then we're gonna go into a little bit more specific things. Are we ready?
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I'm good. All, yeah, let's do it.
4: Do we all know what to do on this cue? Drink. drink that drink.
2: Drink that drink.
4: Oh, and then the other rule is if you you guys can guess what the cue is, and if you if you correctly guess what my secret cues are, then we'll take that cue off the table.
0: Okay. okay. Wow, this is advanced. Mm-hmm. I like this. This is good.
4: Okay, so, Ryan and Shane, what is your favorite breakfast food?
3: Ooh. Ryan. I feel like we already
4: know that Ryan's is Popeye's. <laughs>
3: I, I, I got s- d- did have good breakfast for a while. I don't know if they still do, but they did it for a little bit there and it was amazing. That sounds oh. gross. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think I think I might go with the sweet. I'm not
2: normally a sweets guy. I'm more of a savory uh, person, but I will say that I do enjoy a good Belgian waffle with some strawberries mm.
1: on top of it. Oh. Runner up though
2: was chicken and waffles, specifically no. Roscoe's oh. chicken and waffles. Delightful. Ooh. Nice. Oh.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to try that next time we're out there. Oh, you yeah.
2: absolutely have to the Roscoe's chicken and waffle. Their waffle, there's something they do with that batter that's really good. The syrup is also amazing. They also give you like an ice cream scoop of butter, which is <laughs> oh
1: yeah. However many
2: years off it takes for my life, expect uh, expectancy, I don't care.
3: It's delicious. Yeah. It. I'm more of a. I'm more of a. I don't eat breakfast most mornings, but when I do, if I'm getting breakfast, I'll go with sort of your classic plate couple eggs over easy, maybe bacon, maybe turkey bacon, if I'm feeling uh, Mm. unhealthy that week and want to rein it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe some hash browns on there, maybe some corned beef hash, who knows.
0: I like it when there's a lot of different elements.
3: I don't think she liked
2: your breakfast.
0: Corn? Is it corn (laughs) when they say corn? No. God damn it. Okay. You
4: what can word finish. Was that in,
3: do we know what word that was in response to? You don't know. No. if it's, oh, You I... don't
4: know if it's a genre, an occasion, or a specific word. But just keep in mind that was your first cue. All right.
3: Well, I've I've downed a, an entire can of Four loco. Yeah. <laughs> As I will every time I hear them bones rattling. Yeah. What's What's your guys' blackout protocol when
2: we eventually <laughs> oh. pass we out and one. concuss
1: ourselves in You have in your the own insurance, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not going to say we haven't blacked out while recording an episode before. <laughs> I literally have, but not, oh boy. not in a long time.
5: <laughs> we
2: literally have.
4: Uh, oh my God. Fun. Okay, next question. Um, what is your
3: favorite
0: wine varietal? Hmm. Do you know what a varietal is? No.
3: <laughs> I assume it's like a Cabernet Sauvignon yep. or a yeah. Chardonnay.
0: Exactly. Um,
3: Nailed it. I don't know. I'm not a really a wine guy. I'm gonna go
2: maybe a. I'm a I'm a white wine guy, so I'm gonna go like a like a like a Pinot Grigio or a Chardonnay. Mm. It's between those mm. two. Probably Pinot Grigio. Chardonnay.
5: But truth
2: be told, if you put both of those in front of me and did a blind taste test, I could not identify which is which. So,
1: mm-hmm. that's
2: the extent of my wine uh, taste buttery. We
1: between a, a Chardonnay aggressively- and a.
2: Wow, I really—I I mean, aggressively wine to me is just wine this at this point. I'm—I'm I'm not that—that <laughs> that far in my wine journey. I was a beer guy that's transitioning over into wine. Well, it um, sounds like you're not doing a very good job. You know what, I said I am <laughs> learning, Shane, so why don't you get off your high horse and tell them what kind of wine you like. I don't know. I don't know. know what a wine variety is. Yeah, but is. I
3: don't call myself a wine guy. <laughs> I never said I was You're a wine guy. You're over here like, oh, haven't trans- you seen that Netflix documentary, Somali hey First off, I didn't say it like Elmo from Sesame Street, but I also
2: said I was transitioning.
3: Yeah.
2: Well. Well, congratulations. Thank you.
3: I like, I like some red wines and some, some white wines. I like the stuff with the alcohol in it, and sometimes if it has bubbles, it makes my tummy feel good. And uh, yeah. Uh, Good. Yeah. No, I don't really know. Sick answer. (laughs) There's there's a kind my girlfriend always gets that's really good, but I don't I can't remember the name of it. That's a long name. Wow. That's actually a good name for a wine. Whatever my the kind my girlfriend girlfriend gets. gets. You ever had it? They sell it at Trader Joe's. I'm not even trying <laughs> to do it like a oh, man so I don't drink wine only my girlfriend does. I like wine? I'm just I've never been I've never been good at wine. I don't I don't okay. know. It okay. also Fine. wine makes me real sleepy so I almost never have it. That's why I don't drink red wine. If I have wine yeah, at like red 7 p.m. I'm exhausted.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
2: also makes me look like I've been like chewing on mud clots or
0: something like that. I'm <laughs> so glad I don't get yeah. bonkers wine teeth cuz that's a big bummer.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. chewing on like dyed mulch, like mm-hmm. red
2: mulch. It's gross, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm Yeah, that's not good. Okay, what is one quote-unquote unsolved case that you're pretty sure you've solved?
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Um, oh, there was one, oh, God, what was that one where I was like, I think I pretty much solved this one? Oh. Oh, oh Black Ramsey. Dahlia, I'm pretty sure, was George Hodel.
3: I'm almost positive mm. of it. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't there like a missing a missing child one that we thought we had sort of got? Bobby Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. That one Ooh.
2: we got. I think we had solved that one. Uh, we can never concretely say that we solved it. No, we can't legally, but I'm pretty sure DB Cooper's or DB Cooper's bones are an ornament in some pine tree out there in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm.
1: They're probably Actually, in, this they're jar. in a jar. Yeah, they're probably in your <laughs> jar collection. Such. I
4: feel
3: like the case is pretty closed on Amelia Earhart, too. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, she got eaten by crabs. I think that's clo- <laughs> it's closed in your mind. I think that's what you would
2: like to have happened. That's what happened. Those giant man-eating crabs. That's amazing that those exist. Yeah. I saw one dragging a coconut. Not hard to imagine that coconut being a head. Yeah, of an aviatrix. Yeah. Of an aviatrix, yeah. It's the most famous aviatrix of all time.
5: Yeah.
3: That's her horrified expression.
1: Oh. Stop it! Oh, oh, no. uh-oh. Oh, who was that
3: for? Ryan or AB8?
1: me? Giant crabs drink. <laughs>
3: hmm. Giant
2: crabs. Okay, there's some kind of cuisine thing that's happening here.
3: Giant crab.
1: I think it's for <laughs> I think it's for phrases like who knows and of all time.
2: I see, because I was about it's, to say, what's not. the link between oh, crab and a standard breakfast, I guess. And like it can't a be a food
0: thing a because she didn't shake the bones at the the waffle.
3: That's true. Or mm-hmm.
0: chicken and waffles.
3: But it sounded like it came up when I mentioned corn.
0: Yeah. Well,
4: keep in mind it could be a genre, a genre. an occasion, meaning something that happens in this conversation, an or aviatrix a specific word.
3: Getting her head eaten by a crab. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Very predictable for her to c- for her to create the rules of this game hmm. keep yeah.
4: going okay. I'm, I'm okay. in this now. okay well yeah. okay next question if if we're ready to move on. I believe so. And by the way, me shaking the bones does not mean that you have to like stop talking about whatever you're talking about.
0: yeah yeah, just yeah it drink.
4: does because we have to
0: pick apart. <laughs> Why? Uh, yeah, we got to gotta get bones. to the bottom okay. of this. Now,
2: fun fact: okay. shaking my bones is what I call this dancing. This will
0: not go <clears throat> unsold. An <laughs>
1: <laughs> and predicting the weather, right? Yeah. Dancing and predicting the weather.
4: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. Next question: If you took a DNA test, what percentage that bitch do you think you'd be?
3: Oh, Ryan, yeah. I'll say that Ryan is 100% that bitch. Oh, I would say 0% actually. Something. Oh, see, and that's what makes you that
2: bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what about you, Shane? Um,
3: 45. Huh? I could go
2: with a 45. 45%. 45. 45. 45. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm in the low but, teens range, if anything, but I would go with 0%. <laughs> isn't
1: Is that low self-esteem? Is the higher percentage that bitch better self-esteem? Depends on if you're Lizzo or
4: not.
2: I don't know. See, I don't know if I would like. I don't know if people would like me walking into a room trumpeting, "I believe I'm a hundred percent that bitch every time I walk in a room." I feel like there's a there's a point. Look, even I'm all for when high you're self-esteem. crying crazy though, I think there's 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 nuance to it. Though it's like you can't always be a hundred percent that bitch, you know. I um, got true.
0: boy problems. That's a human in him.
2: That is right. true. Or if I'm trying to make an omelet and I can't. Make the flip. Not hundred yeah. percent that bitch in that moment, I'll tell you,
3: It's the vein of my existence. It's I can't it's too make much an omelet. Pressure. You can't make an omelet? It's impossible. No, it's not. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. It is for really me. hard. I don't think it I have the really proper uh, pan. It sounds like you don't. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You need mm. a you need a you need a, a flat nonstick pan.
3: Do you have a good
2: spatula? Maybe I don't know. It could what be you my mean shape. Maybe. I do you a have shape. a good spatula or not? I think it might be. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't Stop get it yes from. yes or no question. I have no I mean, idea it where it yes came no from. Question. I I got it from my mom. Maybe she bought it from Sur La at some I was point. gonna
3: say go to Sur La Table. Get a little free espresso. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think you say.
2: I don't think you say the b.
3: Yeah, you say the b. I think don't it's say Table. Do you guys have Sir La Table? It's Sur La Table.
2: Oh, you do say the b. I've been saying it wrong my whole
4: life. You don't pronounce the l e. Sur La Table. Sa- 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 Sa-
3: Oh, so we no, were both it's sir wrong. sur la table. Sur la table. I, yeah. Sure, in, in, L.A. table. In the, That's what i was
4: Americanized, saying. In Americanized commercial way, it's just sur la table. But I like the way that you both said it. Do you guys
3: ever go there just for the free espresso? <laughs> Obviously. Where you're like, mm, yes, oh. I'm thinking about buying one of these $4,500 mm. espresso machines. But first, <laughs> let me try it in a Dixie cup. Let me mm, taste not good enough. test. Well, sometimes you go in there and you just oh. think about buying anything else and they'll oh. still give... <laughs> Dixie cup.
1: (laughs) Dixie cup. Is that what it is? Uh, Well, I'm a big fan of the Dixie chicks.
3: No bones. No bones about them Dixie chicks. No bones
1: on the Dixie chicks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question, because I am really stumped here.
4: Okay, Uh, tell us a little bit about each of your backgrounds and how you got into that sweet, sweet Buzzfeed game.
1: Yeah, you, you,
2: you wanna go first, Shane? You have a pensive look on your face.
3: Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, Ryan and I actually have pretty similar backgrounds. Um, I I went to school for editing video uh, in Chicago, and I graduated around 2009 when there were no jobs anywhere at all.
4: Hey us too. Yeah, it was very fun.
3: It was a great time to graduate, and um, I loved uh, just (laughs) working uh, kind of dead end jobs for five years. That was very fun. Um, <laughs> volunteering, bartending. <laughs> yeah. uh, I worked. Moving for to like, Asia. I worked for like a corporate video company, and I I worked for a movie theater, and I worked for a public access channel, and I worked for Starbucks. Abercrombie. I worked for Abercrombie <laughs> in high school, <gasps> but I was Were you in the stockroom. outside I was in the stockroom. Oh my, my god. Did you just smell <laughs> like, yeah, oh, oh, like Zach? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <They, laughs> no, nah, not my beat, um, but. I stopped going there. I just We just stopped going there. Me and my friends got a job there because we were like, whoa, they're hiring. And we would just we would just hang out in the back and listen to music and eat cookie dough. And uh, they'd <laughs> be like, we need you to fold this box of, of girly shirts. And we'd be like, oh, okay. And the person would go up front, our manager, and then we'd just take the box and be like, this is too many shirts. <laughs> we'd just throw it. <laughs> there was this area, like a loft area where you couldn't see anything. Oh, Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just throw oh. the boxes so we wouldn't have to fold the clothes. They're probably still up there in Woodfield Mall. Sounds <laughs> like you were a great employee. Yeah, I was really good. Anyway, <laughs> so then I applied at BuzzFeed uh, after after uh, working the public access gig uh, and moved to L.A., which is, you know, that's halfway across. Yep, Oop. L.A., oh. baby.
0: Uh, uh, moved. L.A. Moved?
3: Um, moved, moved, moved. To? To.
0: LA. L.A. references? Oh, oh! We got one.
4: L.A. Uh, I gotta stop saying that's it. That's part Shit. of
1: one. L.A.
4: references.
3: L.A. refs, maybe. Who no, knows? No, not L.A.
4: Otherwise, I would have said I would have shaken at Roscoe's.
3: Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I was gonna say, you did, you did, did you shake at okay, Roscoe's? is it like, you
2: like Los Angeles Hallmarks? Like, like John, like you know, staple, Los Angeles Staples? Is that is that one of the...
4: Nope, nope. Think think bigger than just Los Angeles.
2: World California wide
4: references. Worldwide chains. are getting warmer. West
2: West, West coast. coast. West coast. West coast chains.
4: West coast cities
0: oh, is yeah. one of our drinking cues. Okay, you got it. Nice job. We got one, oh. right. nice oh, nice one down. Thank one. God, my case is in Florida.
3: But yeah, when I, um, so I, yeah, I started at BuzzFeed as an intern, uh, around, so Ryan had started a month or two before me. Yeah. So we came up in the same intern class together, but Ryan's path is equally winding and let's hear about it now. <laughs> what the hell was started that?
1: started in Sacramento. Um, yeah, I, I went to film school to- as well. I went to
3: film
2: school for <laughs> directing because I, I thought I was going to be the next Steven Spielberg. I, I was wrong, as many people were. No one was the next Steven Spielberg. Uh, and, then, uh, and then I realized when I was there, I didn't like directing. So I tried to switch over to cinematography, which I did. I did uh, lighting work after college. I did uh, grip and electric. I graduated in 2013. And then, yeah, I did grip and electric work for two years, which is basically like, like lifting heavy gear essentially on set. And I realized I didn't want to do that for 10 years before I even had the, the chance to sniff a camera. And uh, so I switched over <laughs> to like freelance jobs. Like um, I, I did do uh, like kind of like a public access e-type job where I uh, I filmed powerpoints for doctors. This
3: is this no. is weird. That is exactly what I did. That sounds so I fucking
0: did. boring. I it did was- like, that
3: exact thing at my job.
0: I stood up. That sounds like something you make a prisoner do as punishment. <laughs> I did
2: feel like a prisoner at times when I was there when I was listening to a a, a doctor from. USC's Keck Medicine School talking about irritable bowel syndrome
4: for oh, two straight hours. I hate God. it. Did, did you have, have to like transcribe it? <laughs> it? I had to
2: transcribe it. No. I did actually. Did you have to do no. that too? I also oh. had to put them on oh, DVDs no. and distribute. I also filmed graduations oh. for a little bit. It is
3: crazy that we have like the exact same job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And I was like, wow, I don't really want to do this. And then, uh, so I left that. I also, backtracking to and Electric, I was a couple days away from joining the union because that was also, now that I realize, when I look back, that was concurrent with the irritable bowel syndrome filmings. Um, (laughs) The
1: irritable bowel syndrome
2: union? uh, No, filmings, (laughs) yeah, the union for everyone, everyone they have weekly meetings. Um, But yeah, I I decided to stray away from both of those things kind of when I was at a fork in the road in my career, and I chose the internship at BuzzFeed, not knowing what it was, Uh, met the Shaniac over here. And then, um, yeah, we went through that program, which was kind of like the Hunger, Hunger Games, and uh, we saw all of our our fellow interns uh, die.
3: No, I Drop mean, away. A lot of them still work I
2: mean, I think they're breathing somewhere, but they left BuzzFeed, so they're dead. <laughs> um, and then uh, we worked our way up. I eventually made Unsolved, and then um, I made Unsolved, actually, with a different host, Brent Bennett. Um, he left the show because he didn't like I think he, the quote was, I don't like these stories anymore.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: And then he went. Right, right. And then I turned to my right and said, hey, Shane, do you want to do this instead? And he was like, sure. <laughs> uh, and that's that. And then we, we, from then on, we I guess we never looked back.
1: Shane, how it. do you feel about being the second choice?
3: I mean that's a good question I'm fine with it you know it was really the there was so little fanfare to him asking me no ceremony at all no Mm because we were just making stuff left and right at that point and series were not Really, a an established thing at BuzzFeed. I guess we it's Tri- not on YouTube either. Really, yeah. The Try Guys had been doing had been doing some stuff, but it, even that didn't feel like it wasn't reco- recognized as serial. They just kind of lumped it page. into like, yes, these twenty episodes are a season. I guess. But yeah. Unsolved was really mm-hmm. the start of that. Um, so even when Ryan had asked me, "Hey, do you, would you like to be in this?" I was like, uh, "Let me. I think you didn't." <laughs> Ryan says I checked my calendar. Yeah, Shane but- looked
2: over. It checked his Google <laughs> calendar. <laughs>
3: Saw that next week was open and was like,
2: yeah, it looks like I got some time. And I was like, sweet, lock it in. He was like, cool. And then we both put our headphones back on because we sat next to each other on a desk and worked on other things. And that was that. (laughs)
4: nice that I is unceremonious it. that's basically how our podcast started Kenyon was like hey I made a logo and I have a name and we're starting a podcast this is your full time job now thanks
1: bye <laughs> 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 and both of you were like cute and I was like Ooh, no really it's happening what? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm
4: actually yeah. chained in Kenyon's basement right now <laughs> basement girl Dark.
1: over here
2: I'm <laughs> <A> basement girl. <laughs> you, okay. you could uh, spend time getting to know her basement boy, or uh, I mix up who. who That's the, mine. Who, who That's has the basement boy.:
0: Kenyon will be a nurturing and loving parent. I will be a hellscape. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Period. That's it. I'll just be a hellscape. Oh my god.
2: i will be vetted by fire.
0: Uh. Mm-hmm. And
4: fingers crossed, I am barren. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Modern fertility. Just oh,
4: my God. Okay, what is some of the silliest feedback that you've gotten about your show? Positive or negative? But I'm kind of searching for negative.
0: Yeah, okay, one day... This is a Pandora's
4: box
2: question. <laughs> oh, I don't know if it's... Okay, I, I could give you one positive, one... Let's see, negative. The, really, the negatives are not that inspired it's just like eh, I like the, the cases but I wish these two idiots would stop talking uh, that's like usually like the the template from the negative <laughs> the,
3: the negative the I negative mean, comments you
0: are always are men really which is brief, a strike against you
3: they're always really brief and <laughs> blunt it'll just be like love the case the the boys talking ruined it.
2: Yeah, it's and honestly, they're far and few between. Oh, we like, get Layla. that feedback
1: all the time. Yeah. then Google it, asshole. Yeah, exactly. there's, Read a, the Wikipedia. there's a way to consume yeah. that. It's called Without Wikipedia
0: speech.
2: <laughs> luckily, Sorry though, the fan base spoke is pretty nice. On our
0: podcast, <laughs> um,
2: the positives. There, I mean, there's a, there's plenty of fun positive comments out there. However, there is one that tickled me the most. A guy somehow found my personal email address and uh, emailed me to let me know. He's like, hey man, love the videos. Excellent content to get stoned to. Keep it up, cheers.
1: And, uh, <laughs> I, love and that.
2: I don't know who this man was. I forget what his email was, his username, but <laughs> I just love that we're just a giant cache of content for him to get uh, blitzed on. Just,
4: We've gotten that I same feedback that. before, actually. We have, yeah. It's and very complimentary.
3: Also, I think the best in-person uh, feedback we've ever gotten. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm going to... In London? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were on the tube, and there was, like, a guy standing next to us. He was older. He must have been... 40-ish? 40-ish, yeah. He had, like, a suitcase, full suit on. He hmm. was standing next to us for the majority of the ride. Did not, like, was not, like, looking at us or anything. He wasn't then, looking or talking. Right before him. he got off, he turned to Ryan. What did he say to you? He was like, you those... those." He's like, you those... uh." He those unsolved boys. He those unsolved boys. He had like a. It was like a Irish Scottish accent. Little brogue. He was like, "You gonna do more more videos?" Ryan was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "All right, love him. Keep up the work." And then he just left. And then he just got off the tube. But he just like there was no glee in his face. It was just like he was checking in on us like a manager.
5: <laughs> yeah. He's
3: like, how are those coming along? Okay, good. Bye. <laughs> I'd love that to see more come chat. across my desk. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> He's a chimney sweep. I just know it.
2: Yeah, very. <laughs> He's the
3: most well-dressed chimney sweep I've ever seen. Then.
4: Yeah, yeah, they're British.
3: That's true. He actually kind of looked like the Weasley father. Like he had, didn't he have nice. like a little sweater on and a little hat?
2: I don't <laughs> remember. I remember him kind of <laughs> looking like Tom Hardy in Inception.
1: Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Right hello. hello. Can we come yeah. on your next tour? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys are big, which, you big Tom which guy. Which
1: train was this?
2: <laughs> which train? Yeah, it, I believe it was near uh, Piccadilly Circus. Sure.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> still, it, it's underground. It was, uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It was dark.
4: Yeah. Um Okay. Next, next question. <laughs> next question. Uh, So this is a two-parter. So Ryan, what is one thing that you are uncharacteristically skeptical of? And Shane, what's one thing that you are uncharacteristically super on board with? We kind of got to this at the top of the episode, which is why I told you that we'll get to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're getting to it.
2: Yeah. um, Look, I think actually, as a general rule of thumb, I'm actually pretty skeptical of most ghost paranormal evidence just because a lot of the stories we run into are like, yeah, this ghost haunts this gift shop and it opens up the register and gave me change for a 20. And Didn't I'm always just Didn't you see one like, one time? That's, act- that's a real story, by the way. That's a story from Yuma Prison, uh, Yuma in Phoenix. There's a ghost in the gift shop who apparently gives you change. Uh, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> one, like as a general rule of thumb, I'm actually pretty skeptical of some of the more fantastical stories. But uh, also at large, I'm pretty skeptical of abductions.
3: Yeah. To be quite honest. You are, you like do alien? have. Yeah, you do have a a line that you don't really cross. You seem to have alien, a pretty good
1: bullshit. Alien not near. child. Yeah. Tri- yeah,
3: alien abductions, not uh extraterrestrial.
2: Yeah, extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. not sad things you see on the news. Yeah. Yeah, not like
4: mm-hmm. paternalistic yeah. abductions.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, alien abductions, those always kind of uh those always Some <laughs> of them are a little fishy, yeah. Seem a little mm-hmm. fishy, and I'll leave it mm-hmm. at that.
1: All right, little anal probe heavy.
2: <laughs> probe heavy, just like oh. it seems like they're always concentrated in the same areas, which I guess would make mm-hmm. sense if aliens were like, "This is the pickup zone. This is where I go to pick up the, the human postmate orders that I have to go bring back to <laughs> Blockburg." It's like they've got a lift,
3: like a lift or ride shared pickup spot <laughs> on Earth.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. like a <the> terminal <laughs> pickup at LAX. Um, the reception
1: like, is just good there.
2: Yeah, maybe that's just what it is. I don't know, but it also. Let's just say I don't, I don't feel like they uh, they pick out the brightest bulbs in the box. What,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> what if aliens? What if aliens treated Earth as like one big Pokemon Go game? Oh, I oh, that's love it. and they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I got a yeah. dog.
0: I got a. <laughs> I got a dog. A woman with blue hair. <laughs> Wouldn't they want to catch me? That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't they want to catch me though? And I have not been abducted. Well, uh, the thing is, that that's you, all you don't I love. know that
1: aliens can see color.
2: We the, don't know that. But you would think they'd be able to vet intelligence level. Like if I was an alien and I wanted to, you know, harvest some human from this planet to be like, you know, this is an indicator of what this planet's like, and its people are like, why you 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 abducting Joe Dirt? You should be abducting I like Obama like or something. I feel like you your
1: own question. Yeah.
2: I guess. I don't know. I would be going after the smart guys. You know, get a Hawking in there. Back when he was
5: around. <laughs> 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 like
1: oh. Oh, oh, Stephen Hawking. Hawking? Of course. Stephen oh. Hawking.
2: <laughs>
3: Curious.
4: <laughs> okay. I didn't well, yeah. mean to shut can... you down, but let's go over to Shane. <laughs> What's one thing that you are super on board with?
3: I do have a lot. I mean, Bigfoot, when we were looking for Bigfoot, you know, it's tough because obviously we can't cover all the territory. There's been a lot of sightings and it's, it's pretty far spread. But I do have I do have some hope that Bigfoot is real. A little unlikely. The other one I always root for is Champ in Lake Champlain. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you have such an yeah. obsession with Champ. Champs, uh, I I don't have it all in front of me right now, but they've done some. And some he like, has files of research oh, at home. Shuck, shuck, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I shuck thought you
0: said vials and not files. <laughs> I was like, why are you oh, putting vials, your yeah. research in tiny vials? That's right. <laughs>
3: Um, but champ, yeah, champs. There seems to be some some fishy going on there. There's something going on in that lake. <laughs> Good pun. Not even. And, mm-hmm. and there's, something, there's
0: something files. going on there.
3: And and I've I've seen that lake, and I looked out at that lake, mm-hmm. and I felt something inside me mm-hmm. just looking out at it. You sure it wasn't just mm-hmm.
2: IBS? I, we've established that you're you the are one with in IBS. The union. I'm not the one with IBS. You're, you're the one that'll- You a union. You were the one who almost pooed your pants on an investigation. Well, that's a different story. Because we ate two hot dogs that were served at the baggage claim in Philadelphia. <laughs> we
3: were hungry.
2: Yeah, not that hungry. Not to be double-fisted baggage claim hot dogs.
0: Hungry, mm. hungry. I only, had, hungry. Bad, I only
3: had one and a half.
0: <laughs> oh <my laughs> Saying God. you're hungry. No, hungry. it's not hungry. Damn it. <laughs> Dang. Baggage claim.
4: Traveling. Uh, Neither of the other two cues have anything to do with food Mm.
5: necessarily.
4: Traveling, touring, Philadelphia.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so you've already
4: already gotten the word genre. So, what's left is a specific word which has not been mentioned yet. Oh. Oh. And also an occasion that happens in this conversation. So I got one, I got one last question for you. What?
2: Is flying the occasion?
4: Lying. No, flying,
2: flying, like flying.
4: No, flying. No, flying. It's not flying and it's also not lying. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, so my last question for you. What really happened at Dyatlov Pass?
5: Oh. Mm Hmm.
2: You know... I'm gonna double down here. I think it was a yeti, or not a yeti. I think it was an ab- abdominal snowman. Or I guess abdominal. Ab- 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 wait, <laughs> abdominal, abdominal. Yeah, he was doing crunches. Right. You
3: should see his fucking. You should see back. this guy's bug. He's ripped. He's out
2: there. He's out there getting prepped for the presidential fitness test. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the yet, I think a yeti, a yeti would
3: be fun. Like a perv yeti that just took everybody's clothes off and looked I at them. No, but want that, that. No, the, the clothes that off that was terrible.
2: that was a that was a form of the uh, I forget. I think it's called paradoxical undressing. Yeah, that's that's a that's a <laughs> symptom of that. But I do think the yeti after the fact was like, oh look at all those. Those, those, like the, the naked little humans running down there. I'm gonna eat them. Like they look tasty. I yeah. think maybe that's mm-hmm. also the ripping open from the inside of the tent. The horrified expressions on their faces. The Yeti's
3: eating someone. Wouldn't there be little bits everywhere? That's right. true. They, they you know what? They're, They're right. very They're right.
0: clean. They clean up after themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They don't so we print. can't track Stack them easy. or find them.
3: A very polite Yeti who's sure to just, you know, put his tray They're away Minnesotan. at Ikea. They're
0: not going to leave without offering to do with the dishes, packing up uh-huh. the leftovers. Or uh-huh. a Yeti
2: with a, uh, you know, like a Netflix subscription, and he's been watching season after season of SVU. and so he knows. He, he knows he's got to cover his tracks. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. a Yeti. Maybe it's an, uh, an abduction. That could explain the, uh, just as I said, I'm per- a skeptical of, abdu- of abductions. <laughs> right. I think maybe it might be right. an abduction. They looked, uh, they had horrified expressions on their faces. They ripped their tent open from the inside. Maybe it was oh, a lindigo. radiation
1: at the site? Ooh. I think it was an experiment. I think it was like sound waves or some shit. The Soviet government was like...
3: Oh, like some MK testing testing stuff? shit.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. They, were,
3: they were up to no good over there for a while, so it's possible. Mm-hmm. And maybe still. Yeah, probably. <laughs> maybe still. Shane, do you have a theory? Uh, I'd probably go with just hypothermia. <laughs> See me? I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's my what thing. What about
4: the horrified expressions and the nudity?
3: I'd probably be pretty well, horrified if I was dying of from hypothermia. hypothermia. I'd be. I wouldn't be like chill, baller. Let's go. <laughs> I'm but, out.
2: What about the cutting open from the inside of the tent?
3: Doesn't hypothermia make you go cuckoo?
2: It makes you feel like you're incredibly hot. Well, sure. Not cut. like hot. Like, ooh, I'm hot right yeah, now. I'd cut, cut like my a, way out of
3: the tent. There's yeah, a zipper.
2: What if you're going crazy? You forget how zippers work. Oh, really, the zipper's actually more efficient than using your knife. And then
3: you gotta go find your knife.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, That's why I guess they the we'll
3: never know.
5: Mm.
3: I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Guess I'm very content with the mysteries of the universe never being uh, you know, uncovered, it's fine. It's frustrating. <laughs> you're gonna go to the grave not knowing so many things, so you I might know. as well just give up on them. It's such a Think nihilistic just- way to look at everything. <laughs>
4: I think we just boiled down right. your entire a podcast, podcast to, like, show. two sentences. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the show. Yeah. All
0: it's right, a well, video podcast.
4: So, okay, so there. that's the end of my segment. Either we can stop the drinking game and I can tell you the other two cues, or we can continue them through the episode.
1: Oh, let's continue. Yeah. All right. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsors?
0: true crime is my passion but even i need the occasional break so when i feel like i need a mental palate cleanser my go-to refresher is best fiends i am fully obsessed with this game i love it it has all these challenging puzzles and it's a casual game that anyone can play but it is made for adults which is always nice to have something that is made for adults in your arsenal uh I am, like, logged in constantly. I'm currently kind of stuck, actually, on level 886.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I asked Amanda before we recorded this ad what level she was on, and she refused (laughs) to tell me.
0: Wow. Wow. I'm proud of it and I'm connected with a bunch of my friends who play um, on Facebook so it's really fun because I will surpass them and then like get this sick sense of joy from passing them in levels and then be like haha, and then send them gifts and all kinds of fun things so I really love it I play all the time and one of the things that I love the most about it is that like you don't need internet to play it so it's really awesome when you're traveling I played it a ton when we were on tour obsessed
1: every flight Best Fiends offers a unique and exciting puzzle experience that's unlike other puzzle games out there. Um, mm-hmm. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, mainly just to keep pace with Amanda, so uh, Pretty much. it never gets old. <laughs> Um,
0: It's so fun
1: and best fiends treats the game like a service for their players best fiends has 100 million downloads globally so you are (laughs) not alone in your love of best fiends and like amanda said it does not require the internet to play so it's not gonna suck your data it's great for Mm -hmm. traveling you can play anywhere like we said on the plane on the
0: subway in your Mm -hmm. bunker. Yeah, and I have collected so many characters and they all have like different little powers so that you have to use these strategies to to pick your characters for each level to pass it and like I'm kind of blowing it on level 886, but I feel You'll confident that I'm finally going to break through. Yep. Yeah. So engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters too. This is a five-star rated mobile puzzle game. It's on the Apple App Store and Google Play, and you can download it for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. One more time, that's friends without the R, best fiends.
1: Ring's mission is to make neighborhoods safer. You might already know about their smart video doorbells and cameras because we covered an amazing case about yeah. a, a doorbell.
0: One being licked. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a doorbell licker. <laughs> um, but what you might not know is that uh, they protect millions of people everywhere. Ring helps you mm-hmm. stay connected to your home anywhere in the world. So if there's a package delivery or a surprise visitor, you'll get an alert and be able to see, hear, and speak to them all mm-hmm. from your phone. That's thanks to the HD video and two-way
0: audio features on Ring devices. It is so slick, y'all. It's amazing. I have I have a video doorbell, but I actually gifted it to a friend who had recently bought their first home. So, like, this is such a creative and awesome gift that you could mm. give as a housewarming to a brand new homeowner. Uh, just because I live in an apartment building, so I couldn't use the ring doorbell, but I do have the alarms on all of my windows and my door, and it makes me feel so much more secure in my apartment. Anytime that a window is opened, I can get an alert, which thank God I have not gotten any kind of mysterious alert Mm -hmm. yet. But, you know, I'm waiting for that day to come. But I just have that additional peace of mind by having that extra ring of security around my apartment. And I felt so great giving that as a gift to a friend who's just become a new homeowner. So that's like a really fun and creative way that you could give them that peace of mind as well. Oh, I like that. yeah. And as a listener, you have a special offer on a ring starter kit, which is what I have. And it's available right now with a video doorbell and motion activated floodlight cam. Hello. The starter kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. So just go to ring.com slash gals. Again, that's ring.com slash gals and treat your security. Treat it.
1: Are we ready for my case? All right. Actually, I have two short cases to speak. Um, So here we go. On January 17th, 2013, the Honolulu office of the FBI received a distressing phone call. The person on the other end claimed to have insider knowledge that a specific male passenger on an Alaskan Airlines flight was going to attempt to hijack the plane at any moment. The plane, which was already in the air, was, like I said, an Alaska Airlines flight 819 from Kona, Hawaii to Seattle, Washington.
0: Mm, Baller places. Yeah. Yeah, no one's shaking any bones.
1: We already established that. I know. (laughs) Needless to say, the FBI took this phone call quite seriously. And, making matters worse, by the time the FBI received the tip, like I said, the flight had already taken off, sending the Honolulu FBI team into full emergency mode to deal with the threat in progress. They contacted the U.S. military, and fighter jets were dispatched from an Oregon National Guard base to escort the flight on its route and possibly, like, shoot it down if need be. Uh, the FBI office in Seattle was also contacted, and agents prepared to meet the flight and question the suspect on arrival. So, like, shit is popping off. Everybody's in place. So, the, Very this, this person
2: who called in this this possible hijacking thing, is there a line you just called that to report these kinds of tips?
1: I feel like they just called like nine one one. Would be my guess, and then they were routed to the FBI. They called from a payphone. Hmm. And that's all the information I'm going to give at this time. What year was Whoa. this again? 2013. Oh, 2013. Oh, it was recent.
2: Okay. Because my first payphone? thought this could be like a prankster trying to make someone's life hell of
3: just, hmm. but a
4: payphone what?
3: in 2013.
4: I mean, payphone is interesting.
1: That's my thought. The crew on board flight 819 uh, was also alerted to the presence of a potential hijacker on their flight and told to keep a close eye on him and be prepared to deal with an incident. So they were told, like, the name of the person, and then they could look at their, like, flight list and see what seat he was in. And they were told to, like, you know, watch out. Bizarrely, however, the man they were instructed to monitor spent pretty much the entire flight sleeping.
2: Oh, dear. <laughs> so there's this <laughs> random only, guy <laughs> who's, like, asking maybe for an extra bag of peanuts every now and then is, like, now being eyed as a potential terrorist. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. This
0: is great. I love he, where this is going. He,
1: he only awoke when the plane landed and was alarmed to find FBI agents waiting for him. Yeah. Well, now, this, I this imagine. seems
3: unfair.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This could be like like a very, very mean prank. If yeah, like, if you know mm.
3: anyone is traveling and they're your enemy, yeah. you just call the FBI and say, oh, they got, they're up to no good up there. Oh, I'm you fully doing, doing
0: that to Kenyon when she comes back to the States. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We are yeah, putting in an say, anonymous tip. If I knew tip. Shane
3: was
2: flying somewhere, I could just say, yeah, I think he's dangerous. You know him. He's <laughs> the guy who could barely yep. fit a hat on his big head.
4: Oh. Uh, <laughs> yep. Maybe, maybe it's the old bait and
1: switch. It's possible. Oh, mm. well, the sleepy terrorist in question was detained and interrogated, but ultimately not arrested. After only a two-hour interrogation, it was determined that this man and his name was never released to the press. So that's good. I think I think that means legally we're allowed to just give him any name. Sure, we, we want Shane. Yeah, <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. call him Shane, Shane for Shane now. Shane Ryanson yeah, Shane
2: Ryanson, yeah.
1: yep, exactly. Uh, so Shane Ryanson had definitely never had any intention of hijacking the plane and had no earthly idea what the FBI agents were talking about. <laughs> and the fact that he had slept through the flight and had nothing on him that could be considered a weapon probably helped convince them. Okay. So what the hell was going on? You asked? I do. Well, ask. it turns out. <laughs> this was not a thwarted hijacking attempt at all, but rather a juvenile dispute that got way, way, way out of hand. Oh, my God, yes. It
0: was their friend calling out their other high school friend <laughs> slash podcast host and trying to prank <laughs> friend, them. <laughs> friend is a stretch. Uh-oh.
1: It would be funny if uh, this Dennis- was, like,
3: the h- highest escalation of a prank war between two friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting someone... Arrested by be yeah, yeah, hilarious prank, getting someone thrown in a
2: federal
5: prison. That's <laughs> well,
2: super funny. Gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it was an escalation of a prank war. What? There it is. <laughs> was Ashton Kutcher involved? The cooch? No, the cooch. not as far as I know. Um, so Timothy David Hirschman, and there is a photo on the drive which we should send to the guys because he is quite the looker.
2: Holy moly.
1: You see, brother?
2: Oh my God. Right? This looks like if someone turned the Hulk (laughs) into a human, like they turned his green skin into human skin,
0: and then Mm -hmm. it just went horribly wrong. I mean, he Mm -hmm. kind of looks like what could become of Sunshine Sun. (laughs) Or the Avatar for Rotten Tomatoes, like
3: he could be the Avatar. He looks yeah. like if if a young Nick Nolte oh, ate yeah. a young yes.
0: Nick Nolte. And then <laughs> shat out another young Nick Nolte with a side yeah. of Gary Busey. Yes.
1: badass bad acid reflux n- and allergies. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick Nolte lived across the street from me where I grew up, and oh, wow. my same landlord was his landlord and evicted him. Okay. Well, you know? <laughs> so Timothy David Hirschman was a Kona resident and the roommate of the sleepy terrorist. Great. <laughs> um, and he was ultimately arrested for making a hoax call to the FBI that set off the panicked response. Mm. He claimed that he was upset at his roommate for putting fish guts in the back of his truck and wanted to get revenge. I mean I, to see it. I get
0: it. Mm-hmm.
3: Fish cuts, you know, that's a that's a that's a choice. If you're gonna do that, you better expect some repercussions. I've never yeah. been the victim of or done that to someone. Wasn't there you, that mm-hmm. fucked
0: up trend with like swatting people though? Well, I mean
3: swatting has killed people. Yeah, that's, yeah. True. It yeah, was that's someone, really, some, I that's really like, dangerous. I think like last month someone was sentenced for for swatting someone. As
0: well they should be. That's yeah, completely bonkers.
3: <laughs> yeah, my cousin got
0: swatted. Mm-hmm. Really? really? What? Yeah. What?
1: Pretty crazy. What? It's a Did you swat your cousin?
2: I did not swat my cousin.
3: <laughs> I did not. Full consent. I did not. I <laughs> All the cards on the table, yes, I swatted if my cousin. If anyone is listening <laughs> and who does not know what that
0: means, it's essentially making false claims against somebody that would trigger a like full-blown swat police team. SWAT team to arrive at their residence.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is very dangerous. Yeah. yeah.
0: Super funny. And people are now going to That's-
3: prison for it, which Wolf. is probably good. I then.
2: you know the fish cuts thing I didn't re- was that was a prank or was that something like he just had he needed to put those fish cuts somewhere <laughs> like, <laughs> I kind so, of I, so- <laughs> I almost wish this was like not an escalation of a prank war but it was more just like like you know the way to settle roommate disputes like not refilling yeah. the Brita uh,
5: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> leaving the, the kitchen mine <laughs> on the dirty stuff dishes like that. in the sink that makes
0: me laugh a little bit more Either way, yeah. not a good situation. I
1: I don't think these roommates were getting on very well. Yeah. Um, like yeah. But the fish guts thing, I have a I have a story about not even a prank, but just like a petty act involving fish guts. So I have a friend, and she when she found out that her boyfriend. Had cheated on her, her boyfriend of several years, who sh- whom she lived with, mm. had cheated on her. She went a little bit cuckoo bananas and she took all of his clothing and put them in suitcases with dead fish Ick. and put them in the backyard for days. Hey, hey. Oh. Letting them yep. Ferment.
4: Shouldn't have fucked with her. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. You know, I will yeah. say that's kind of in line with this because I think to qualify as a prank, there needs to be some kind of element of cleverness to it, like some kind of game. Just tossing mm-hmm. fish guts in someone's car seems pretty
3: lazy. Well, he could have hidden them yeah. like underneath the seat cushions or something. There could be some some strategy to Maybe.
2: it. I said it was in the back. Of, oh, of I I was picturing like the back of like a pickup truck almost. Mm. Like, where she's like, you yeah, take these fish guts. It's like in the pantheon of pranks.
3: It's not very... But if you hide it, yeah. if you hide it somewhere in the vehicle. Yeah, maybe. like up
4: against some seat with yeah. like fabric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I wanna see what this roommate Absolutely. looks like. If he looks like this guy, maybe these, oh, it makes sense that that's the prank they came up with that was
1: super <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> we don't have the identity of the roommate, sadly, but again, you can just speculate wildly. That makes sense. Um, Okay, so this was Hirschman, the stunning gentleman that he is, decided that the best payback for the Fish Guts incident would be to use a payphone to call in an anonymous tip that his roommate, who was bound for Seattle, was planning to hijack his plane. And although the details of this story might lead one to picture a drunken 20-something, as we now know from this photo, Hirschman was actually... Almost 60 years old. Wow. Glow <laughs> <laughs> you know, up. 59. <laughs> That's
2: bad for over 60. You know
3: what, he though? There's good. something uh, like, the, yes, sure, there's juvenile pranks, but if you're the kind of person who is likely to call in a threat to the FBI solely as a way to get a, a dig in at your friend, sure. that probably stays with you for life. I think that's pretty hard coded into who you are. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, probably not going to mature
1: all that much as the years tick on. Yeah, especially
3: when you
2: look Mm -hmm. like an out of work Batman villain. Yeah, dude, (laughs) I can't get over this dude's face. I'm looking at it the entire time you're describing what he did. His eyes are haunting.
0: Yeah, so haunting. I
4: don't like how wide his t-shirt neck is.
0: Yeah, that's a blast of a neck. You you gotta be too much
1: and no neck. Like, he is all girth and no length. Yeah. To He's the junk or
2: not. This dude is huge. I encourage all toad. listeners to look at this man. This is insane.
1: Yeah. Come to our blog. It, it, the photo will be on the blog.
2: If this dude walked into a 7 Eleven, I would drop my Slurpee immediately and run to my car. Mm-hmm. He's a scary man. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'd first toss him some sunscreen, but then I'd be out of there.
2: No, I'm out. I'm out. Slurpee's on the floor.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, so at his court date a year after the incident, so he'd turned 60 years old (laughs) by then. (laughs) I can't. Hirschman blamed the hoax call on, quote, stupidity, anger, and alcoholism, and pleaded for mercy from the judge, saying, I screwed up really big time, Your Honor. I'm really sorry for this. Is that a quote? Hirsch, that is a quote. I screwed up really big time. Wow. So he represented himself.
5: Shit.
1: Nope. He had, he had a public defender. His public oh defender God. was Alexander Silvert. Um, Do Silvert better, Alex. also relied on—well, <laughs> they can't choose who they defend. Um, he also uh, relied on the alcoholism and stupidity defenses for his client— Classic. The prosecution, however, focused on the very real consequences of Hirschman's hoax. They filed a motion to make him pay seventy-two thousand dollars in restitution for the cost of sen- sending out the fighter jets to escort the plane. Like basically, like the cost of like the gas. Yeah. For the for the that's jets. expensive gas. I mean,
3: jets are expensive.
1: Yeah, How much is that's why right? we only have into four. The,
3: you know, the Ciro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going
2: pulling in the shell, refueling with all the big rig mm-hmm. drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, how much does it cost to uh to send out one jet?
1: I don't know. Well, oh, I think five were sent. Okay, so by so, I like. So the seventy two thousand also included the the jets and compensation for the agent's time in questioning the roommate, so two hours. It- of time oh, how much Do, an
2: FBI interrogator makes per hour if I were the
3: roommate probably I would not be, enough I'm not a look I'm not a person to go after anyone for petty reasons but I'd sue the hell out of him Oh, I'd be for like I'm right. oh, sure. so distressed
1: yeah someone yeah. watched I, me while I slept <laughs> I, and I think my neck hurts also yeah, some, be, for you know, some I'd reason I'd sure
3: be wearing one of those foam neck braces oh, and yeah. then that Absolutely. guy would walk in, this crazy man would
2: walk in the court and he'd be like I feel like he's trying to villainize me and the judge would be like look at you
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you look you like I Nick knew Nolte and born. Gary Busey had a horrific <laughs> love child. I think you're on your own.
4: <laughs> if if someone painted <laughs> him green, Lord, Rick, your spirit or your body, he needs All to right, be painted we'll, green. We'll honestly, got we got
2: the bane in. I got the bane quote in.
1: He's a dead yeah. ringer for yeah. the Hulk. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, okay, so the defend the public defender Silvert argued that for the military and the FBI, these were simply operational costs, costs of doing business. And that any government agency would incur, uh, that that any government agency would incur in sending out law enforcement officers to deal with a bomb threat or a bank robbery or other criminal activity. Wow. And the judge cut him some slack and agreed and ruled that because Hirschman was living on Social Security benefits, he could not be expected to pay back the cost of responding to the hijacking tip. So basically, because he was broke, they were like, whatever, it's fine. You're just a fucking dumbass. (laughs) Um. So Hirschman was sentenced to eighteen months in prison for the crime of quote exerting control of an aircraft through the use of force, threats, or false information. So the hijackee became the hijacker.
0: Oh shit.
1: (laughs) Um, he had originally been facing up to five years in prison, so he actually got off relatively easy, and hopefully he learned that calling the FBI to falsely accuse someone of terrorism is not a proportionate response to someone putting fish guts in your truck, yeah. whether hidden or not. Mm, the more you know. Yeah, I mean, mm. lesson to be
3: learned there for all your listeners. Yeah. I would love to know what the, what the other pranks were leading up to this. If it started yeah. out very innocent, yeah, yeah. you know? just someone yeah. like tying their shoelaces together, <laughs> taking the batteries out of his Roku remote every time he tries to use it, screwing the top off a salt shaker. That's good too. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: In in college I for a semester I lived with the men's rugby team which was um, it was so much fun. It was awesome. And they would always play pranks on each other and one of them one of the more tame ones was anytime somebody had like an essay due or something they would search for any word beginning with the letter P in the essay, and they would change that word to penis. There it is. Oh, amazing.
2: <laughs> yep. I think the meanest yep. prank I've ever seen pulled was my friend, he waited for one night until his roommate would came home very, very drunk, and saw him stumble into bed. And then he, uh, <laughs> this friend who got drunk always was pretty prepared, so he would always, when he would go out drinking, he put a water bottle by his bed so that he could, you know, when you wake up when you're drunk in the middle yeah. of the night, you're like, wow, I'm very mm-hmm. thirsty, my mouth is a desert, I need water stacked. Nice. That's so just me every So what night. he did yeah. was he refilled his water bottle with vodka, oh. and then oh. waited until this guy woke up eventually in the middle of the night. Did he
3: just sit in his room and watch him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but
2: he knew that he would hear it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, of course, oh. the guy wakes up in the middle of the night, unscrews the cap very fast, puts it in his mouth, and then just vomits everywhere. Oh,
5: <laughs>
1: that Nick. is so brutal. So mean. Oh my god. Yeah. Also, a perfect segue to my next story. Wow. Which is another tale of stupidity and drunkenness. Great. Mm. And also and fighter jets. Wow. wow, Fish guts, actually. Fish guts. Oh,
2: fish, fish. Man, fish guts, they're everywhere. <sighs>
1: yeah. Okay. Fish guts are more just implied, but you'll get it. Oh, okay. I see. So, um, two Welsh tourists. Classic. Attended an Australian beach party in April of 2012.
0: Rude. That sounds amazing. I and, don't want to go to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and things quickly got out of hand. Mm. Rhys Owen Jones, which is like the most Welsh name ever, was was 21 at the time and a former member of the Royal Marines. And then his friend Kerry Mules was 20 and he worked as a bricklayer. The two men had decided to travel to Australia together and had obtained working holiday visas. At this fateful beach party on Queensland's Gold Coast, they met and befriended an 18-year-old Australian man. Okay. Cool. The three g- <laughs> the three got wasted, or as they say in Australia, pickled. Pickled. Fuck-eyed. LOL. Bat-faced. I thought you
2: were going to say, as they say in Australia, hydrated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, normal Tuesday, casual Tuesday. And my f- personal favorite, Munted.
2: Munk- I hate
1: that. I don't like that because yeah. it sounds munted. like someone
2: kind of grumbling mounted. and
1: Yeah, I don't munted. like it. And mounted. <laughs> I like munted. It's no, like I you totally Russell munted. Crow
2: saying, uh, I'm imagining Russell Crowe saying that to a, a kangaroo, I guess. That's the most stereotypical no. Australian pair. And then punching the kangaroo. <laughs> and then Chris Hemsworth comes in blasted.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, Pickled. that part I would like. It
4: reminds me too yeah. much of the word "mounted" and also "cunt" and also "mutton," which is a terrible <laughs> combination. Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Three bad things. Yeah.
1: Cunt would mutton. be really bad.
4: Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Cunt mutton. Okay. <laughs> New merch, you guys. Just get ready. No. Go check out the online store for cunt mutton merch. <laughs> okay. So this trio uh, later estimated that they had split. One and a half liters of vodka between them.
3: Gross. That is significant. That's a
2: what? That's a little <laughs> bit over a handle, I guess. Ugh. Yeah. I
1: can't. I can't well, even like. Well, if there's like, three of well, them,
2: that's half a liter each. About. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's about. Yeah, that's about the size of like a like a fifth of alcohol that you would go and get it like. I think a that's more sun. vodka than I've
3: had in my life.
1: Right, <laughs> cumulatively. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. Okay, so when the beach party began to break up, they decided that there was one thing that would make a perfect ending to the magical munted evening. Some mutton. Mutton mm. mutton evening. Swimming Ick. with dolphins. No. <laughs> wow. I
0: hate this. Amanda hates I dolphins. I fucking hate
3: dolphins. Why? Cuz they're creepy?
0: They're creepy. They're rapists. They're yeah, slimy. They're, they're smart. they laugh maniacally. They're too smart. They have huge vaginas. Their vaginas are massive. <laughs> it's I, just I
3: genital that, flit. That. Those, The vaginas.
2: But I do like that they use other creatures to do jobs for them, like putting a sponge creature on their, I guess, beak. What do you call it? Like their nose.
0: Yeah, using you know what? It. A lot of creatures coexist in ways like that. Cool sharks do that shit, too. Fuck dolphins. Fuck (laughs) them. Don't actually (laughs) fuck them, but, like, fuck off.
4: You can't change her mind at this point. She has a Facebook group called Oh Yeah, Well, I Hate Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I started it years ago, and then I haven't touched it, and it's been, like, overrun by really fucked up shit. I haven't even looked at it in, like, years. (laughs) It's It's out of my hands now. It'll spawn
3: a new movement like that lady who accidentally created the incels.
0: Yeah, I don't oh, like God. it. Oh, you mean I, know. What have I done? <laughs> yeah,
3: well, we are um, responsible okay. for well, all I'll of the say this in defense of, of dolphins, they have funny little smiles.
0: No, they're yeah, horrific. Yeah, they do have funny little <laughs> smiles. <laughs> look like they're up
3: to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you
4: were going to say in defense of incels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, this uh, may be oh controversial, God.
1: but well, hear me out. are bitches. <laughs>
3: mm.
1: <laughs> in defense of incels, they're not dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> so these guys did what any self-respecting Commonwealth bros would do. They decided to break into a nearby sea world.
3: Mm. Good lord. I like that. That's pretty There's funny. There's
1: also evidence that they spent some time near the shark enclosure. Mm.
3: Okay. fucking wasted waste out Supremely <laughs> Australian thing to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> An empty uh, fire extinguisher was found next to the shark area that appeared to have been emptied into the tank, but no sharks were harmed. So they were just
3: blasting a fire extinguisher at some sharks? <laughs> yep. Yeah, kind of funny. That's huh? pretty good. <laughs> pretty funny. I mean, I don't condone it, but it has already <laughs> happened, and it is funny.
1: Save the sharks. sharks. <laughs> So it's unclear whether they mistook the sharks for dolphins, which would have been an even better story. Oh, that would have been good. (laughs) Um, But no, according to Jones and Mules and the 18-year-old, they managed to pull off their swim with the dolphins, and they left SeaWorld undetected. Mm. And so they almost got away with their wild night of trespassing and vandalism. But there was one problem. Jones and Mules woke up the next morning, violently hungover, to find an unexpected guest in their rental apartment.
2: (gasps) Is it a penguin? Please tell me it's a penguin. That would be great. A
1: very small penguin. Yeah, that's so good. Mm. Keep him. (laughs) That's
2: so good.
0: Cutie.
1: (laughs) A seven year old fairy penguin, to be exact, named Dirk.
3: Let me look up fairy penguins (laughs) right now because I need to know exactly what we're dealing with here.
1: There are photos on the drive, but... (gasps) Fairy penguin.
3: Yes, Um, it's a wonderful little penguin. He's so so small. They're so
1: cute. Fairy penguins, also known as Eudiptula minor, are the smallest species of penguin, and they grow to an average of just 13 inches in height. Good. This is great. This is like a dark,
2: gritty reboot of Mr. Popper's penguins. It starts with three drunk Australians instead.
1: That's amazing. How many more were in the (laughs) icebox? All right. Well, Dirk had a very worried mate named Peaches back at SeaWorld. Oh, Oh, Peaches. (laughs) Dirk and Peaches had both been bred in captivity, so at least we know he was housebroken. Um. Apparently, on their way out of SeaWorld, one or both of the gents thought it would be a good idea to grab Dirk and bring him home with them. Neither remembers doing this. They tried to make the probably very traumatized and confused penguin comfortable by putting him in the shower and feeding him bread while they discussed what they should do. You know, this
2: is kind of like surprisingly wholesome. Like, there's awesome. these three giant, burly Australian drunk men,
3: and their big plan <laughs> is to like,
2: oh, that penguin is so only, cute, we should only, give him a little home.
3: Only one of them's Australian, right? The other two are Yeah, from- these
2: are the two Welsh guys. I see. Even
3: better. Yeah. I, I Even I mean, better. it's sort of wonderful to... Have, I have never... I'm trying to think of people I've met and also had adventures with in a a single night. Yeah, and this is great. And usually Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, those people went to that other bar with us. That was fun. (laughs) But to, to to meet someone, get along so well that you each drink a half a liter of vodka together and then go swimming with dolphins and blast some sharks with a fire extinguisher. And then decide, (laughs) let's top off the night by bringing home a fuzzy little friend. I mean, at that point, you've you've got a winning streak going. You're like, yeah, we didn't get eaten by sharks. We did swim with the dolphins. Yes, of course, we'll steal a penguin. We're on a
2: heater here. Let's keep it
3: going, boys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're heating up. Yeah. Um, I also just like the the fact that they're like so hungover and then they're having to figure out what to do with this teensy tiny penguin. And yeah. so their solution is to just like treat him like they want to treat themselves, right. which is like take a shower and
2: eat some bread. <laughs> I think the penguin actually probably helped the hangover to be fair though. If I saw if I was hungover, I normally just see my blinds shuttered in my room. My shoes are somewhere in the house, but if I found a penguin, I'd be like, "Okay, maybe this isn't so bad."
4: The yeah. penguin yeah. delivers like
2: the ice water.
3: A rehabilitation oh. penguin.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> he just hops on your bed this in the morning. He just starts <laughs> smacking me in, his fa- in the face with his little fins.
3: That's great. I love it.
1: This is my emotional support penguin, yeah. which is um, Advil.
3: Frankly, if, oh, I need that I penguin. Mean, it's entirely possible the penguin just humped, just hopped into their back. No. Humped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it may have just wanted to escape
3: SeaWorld. That's true. Because I'm pretty no, sure.
1: Dirk would never leave peaches like
0: that. I love peaches. I don't know. I don't know. SeaWorld sea sea World
3: is probably not the place that a penguin wants to be. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. I don't have anything to corroborate this, but I, I feel like they probably keep all their animals sick like that mother in the <laughs> Sixth Sense.
2: Oh yeah, my I'm pretty God. sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think the penguins yeah. saw these three guys and was like, I like my odds with these fellas. I'm gonna hop Does in their Munchausen
0: pickup truck. Does Munchausen by proxy they feed me uh, pro- apply there. to <laughs> animals, to zookeepers? This keepers, bread is great. It doesn't taste like keepers.
4: poison.
0: <laughs> you know what
1: Dirk probably would have preferred? That's actually a really good
4: point. What Dirk probably yeah. would have preferred over bread? Fish guts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sardines. Fish guts. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or sure. like a quarter pounder with
0: Dolphin cheese or something. Maybe they tuna.
1: <laughs> okay, so ultimately, these two Welsh guys, hungover Welsh guys, panic, and they decide that they just need to get rid of Dirk.
3: Uh-oh.
1: They don't know he's named Dirk at this oh. point, hmm. in
0: fairness. I wonder what they named um, him.
1: He didn't have a name tag? Yeah. He did not have a name tag. They called You're him Dude out. because
0: they didn't know his name was Dirk. <laughs>
1: So, um, but not wanting to risk being caught by returning to the scene of the crime, they simply abandoned poor Dirk under a nearby pier. No. Oh, well,
3: you oh know God. what? I, I was gonna say awful, but again, the best for Sea world.
1: I know probably away
3: Peaches peaches. Actually, penguins, I think, are monogamous. Don't they, like, mate for life? I don't know if that's they all do. species. Yeah, they do. I, think some of,
0: I think some breeds of penguin
2: do. That's why yeah. there was that violent fight between those, that penguin that had like the affair.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, <gasps> I forgot about
2: that. And they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> it was a bloody video. It was a bloody video. What? I actually okay. lost sleep over that video. It's just <laughs> I don't, no I know. I don't want to see
0: that.
1: Penguin affair. No. Definitely oh, adding that God. to my cue. So <laughs> okay. Just two
3: penguins fighting, and it's, it's not pretty. It's gross, yeah.
1: Love it. Okay. So, uh, fortunately for Dirk, this did not end like that. He was discovered later that day, I think by a Good Samaritan, and was returned to SeaWorld to be reunited with his love, Peaches. He was probably like, God.
2: Damn it! <laughs> Why did you bring me mean, back to the to the
0: clean? Back to this hellscape. Well, without Dirk, Peaches was like spiraling out of control <laughs> and going into a deep depression. I don't. Oh, what? Oh, depression? Depression? <laughs> no, you Peaches? wish. Peaches? Well, it can't be Peaches. Control? Is it speculating wildly? No. I didn't say that. Did you say that?
1: No, but I meant, like, the concept of oh. it, because we were speculating about peaches. No. Yes. We've done that plenty so far. Okay. Mm. I I don't know. I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the, cr- the crime scene was easily traced back to Jones and Mules, because, like, their fingerprints were fucking everywhere. <laughs> uh, they had also apparently filmed the entire evening of escapades on their phones, <laughs> and classic posted everything oh to facebook i, I love,
3: love it stupid I, I love it wait so does this video shit. exist on the internet
1: somewhere i have not found it that's, but i shit. it should I, I know i want to see this video so bad i know especially the like fire extinguisher that's into so the shark funny. tank for some reason <laughs> yeah that's um, the worst <laughs> So, both men were arrested and pled guilty to trespassing and stealing and keeping a protected animal. The 18-year-old Australian was only charged with trespassing because there wasn't evidence of him with the penguin. (laughs) With Dirk, excuse me. He has a name. (laughs) So, uh, their defense lawyer argued that their actions that evening had been immature and stupid but had involved no malice or intent to steal an animal. Okay. He explained, I'm not sure if a little bird popped into their heads, but they thought a swim with the dolphins might be nice. Good Lord.
2: <laughs> this, this all seems pretty innocuous. Mm-hmm. Like, let the boys go. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's a victimless crime. If all they yeah. hurt was a dolphin, who gives a shit? <laughs> but did <laughs> they, did they know, didn't they hurt they a dolphin? I'm just kidding. They didn't hurt a dolphin. I don't they want anyone to hurt dolphins. I just really wouldn't care even about the ecosystem of the world if they were extinct. What are you watching? Wait, guys,
3: <laughs> there is a there is a video. Did you, felt- you find it? Well, here, I can play audio from it. Well, just look it up. It's called Drunk Tourist's Steal Penguin from Australia Sea World.
0: <gasps> Send that to us. Oh God, you found it? Yeah. Drunk Tourist.
3: There's, so there's like a little footage of them swimming with the dolphin, but then there's also a video of them coming to terms with the fact that they've stolen a penguin. And it's oh just an Australian we man We have going, to
0: link to this on the blog. He's Absolutely. just going, we stole a
3: Absolute. penguin. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Adorable. I'm so upset that I didn't find this. That's this okay. This is amazing. We'll add it to the blog okay. post. It'll be amazing. Did Dirk get back? What happened to Dirk? United yeah, Dirk, with Peaches. Dirk. Oh, okay. He was reunited with Peaches, and the duo got off extremely easy. They wrote letters of apology to both SeaWorld and (laughs) the Australian public. Just in general? uh, Just (laughs) the public, which is my favorite part.
0: This is amazing.
1: And they were each ordered to pay a fine of approximately $1,000. The magistrate who oversaw the case scolded them about their actions, saying, you could have found yourselves in a morgue if you'd gone into the wrong enclosure. You could have had a bad bird. Little penguin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fairy penguin.
2: You know what? That seems like a good haul, though, for that little of a punishment to be yeah. honest
1: i know worth no. it absolutely worth it i would pay a thousand dollars that's cheaper than bottle service yeah it is yeah, it's a, a that's much a better memory that you'll remember forever.
4: Bottle and you know what? Service. I, bet,
0: I bet people have paid okay <laughs> i hate you so much i bet people have paid about that much for like a guided close encounter with these kinds of animals
1: yeah, absolutely. So
0: essentially they ended up having to pay like the ticket price of getting <laughs> one of these one-on-ones with a baby sweet fairy penguin. <laughs> One-on-one. Yes. <Yeah. laughs>
1: um the magistrate also said perhaps next time you're at a party you will consider drinking a little less vodka. Oh. Uh, nah, uh,
0: bro. Nah,
1: bro. Nah, we good. Nah. <laughs> the judge accepted an appeal from their lawyer not to record the convictions against them as it might, quote, ruin their dreams of moving to Australia permanently. <laughs> that is my case. My God. This judge was
2: down. He knew... Like he's had some wild days in his past.
3: Yeah, he was like he probably mm-hmm. respected them. He was probably was like, like game recognized game. They're yeah, really nice. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know, slap on the wrist, but don't steal any more penguins. He said all this stuff
2: and right.
1: then he
3: told the stenographer to like stop
2: typing and he was like, off the record though? <laughs> Good night. Badass. Boys. Good <laughs> <Yeah>. job.
0: Props. <laughs> nice yeah well done. Great. Good work, Kenyon. No, no harm, harm, you. No harm, no foul, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we so, check in with so our sponsors dumb. before we get to my case? Sure. Yeah.
1: Dolphins!
0: Ever buy something online and then find out you could have gotten it for less? Mm-hmm. And you
1: pound your fist against the table and rage? Days. <laughs>
0: And cry. Mm. Yeah, it's that is like the worst feeling. And not to mention, once that happens, you feel like you could be overpaying every time you shop. Like you can't get rid of that feeling in your mind. We want to ease that pain for you. And luckily, we have Honey, the free browser extension that saves you time and money when shopping online. Honey is amazing. It scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts. Then, like magic, it automatically applies the one with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout Mm -hmm. it it literally knows about every coupon code sale or discount at over 20,000 sites like Amazon Macy's J.Crew Domino's Pizza (laughs) hi Sephora, Target, and so many more. You just shop like normal online and Honey finds you savings. And believe me, it feels amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I have used yeah. Honey. I used Honey before they became a sponsor of the show, and I was so amped mm-hmm. when they became a sponsor because I love to evangelize about Honey. Um, and yeah. I have saved money at literally every single one of those sites that you mentioned and more. But mm-hmm. definitely Amazon is one of my favorites. I just put stuff in my cart that I was going to buy anyway, and all of a sudden, the like little honey thing like pops up, and it's like, oh. It's so cute. You can save this much, and it's... It reminds
0: me of Clippy from Microsoft Word, but like better because it saves you money. Yeah. And you're not writing a resume. It's
1: fabulous. I mean, I have ordered <laughs> rain boots and saved like $5. I have yeah. ordered... Books. I have ordered oh one of those like makeup ma- oh a ton of makeup from Sephora. One of those like massager yeah. gun things and I saved like mm. fifteen bucks on that. I love it. It was amazing. I love Honey so much. It's it's a mm-hmm. no-brainer, it's easy to use. I am like tech challenge and it is very, very easy to install and use. It's perfect. And Honey has found its 10 million users over a billion dollars in savings.
0: Oh, what? Yeah. Billion. You're just
1: leaving money on the table if you're not using Honey.
0: For real. So listen, there's really no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and installs on your computer in just two clicks Even Kenyon can do it. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash gals. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash gals. Treat your wallet. Treat it. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of people who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape. Thank God in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Mm-hmm. And you know that we love a good quiz and yeah. uh, Third Love's Fit Finder
1: quiz is actually like really fun and like aesthetically pleasing. Um, I learned so
0: much I, about my boobies. I
1: know, I like learned about my body. Um, yeah. I was like, oh yes, my boobs do go east to west. Yeah.
0: Same. Mine are fleeing each other <laughs> constantly.
1: <laughs> uh, so with their Fit Finder quiz, you answer a few simple questions uh to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds over 14 million people have taken the quiz to date and it's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete and uh yeah breast shape matters a lot when it comes to uh, finding a good fitting bra who would have thought not everyone has the same shaped boobies um, Weird. And Third Love also helps you identify your breast size and shape and then find styles that fit your body. So then they recommend which bras I think would be good for you. And I was a little mm-hmm. bit skeptical. I am not a fan of bras. If I can get away without wearing a bra, I will. But I yeah. love my Third Love bras so much that I wear them around the house.
0: What? You y'all don't understand how shocking that is. Kenyon hates wearing bras. I really hate
1: wearing bras, but I love my Third Love bras and I have I've gone back and bought mm, three or four. I replaced all my bras. I got all Third Love bras. Mm-hmm. I just I love them so yeah. much. It, they are hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. The straps don't mm-hmm. slip and they're tagless labels. So no itching. I love that. Um, And they're also like lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that like mold to your shape. So you're not walking around like 1950s housewife,
0: Madonna, pointy (laughs) craziness. (laughs) Unless that's what you want, you know? But it's not. It's not what you want. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com gals now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com gals for 15% off today. Treat your boobs. Treat them. While the majority of the population knows that even just a few minutes of you time, hashtag self-care, can make a world of difference, almost half of people feel they rarely have time for themselves each day, which makes me really sad. And also, I super relate to that. I think we all do. Mm -hmm. But every month you get your birch box, it's a little reminder that you deserve time and should take a moment to care for you. And not just that, but to experience joy in that care. It's about making whatever time you have for your beauty and grooming routine glorious. And you can consider Birchbox your monthly box of you time. And I truly do. It's amazing so exciting Birch, to get one. It's so exciting. It is Christmas morning every month when my Birchbox arrives. Their revolutionary subscription box and eShop model makes it easy to discover products that you might never have tried. Truly, so many things that I hadn't discovered that are now really fun staples of my skincare routine. There's a monthly subscription of personalized samples and an online shop where you can buy full-size versions of the samples you love. So, I have one of the things that I had to get the full size version of. Well, two of them. Um, One is the no porblum priming water. Nice. I, I have, I have like, acne pretty consistently and so I do a lot of work on like reducing cleaning and minimizing my pores and this priming water has been an awesome addition that's really easy to my makeup routine I just after I clean my face I use this priming water before I put on my makeup and it minimizes the size of my pores and that also helps keep like makeup from getting clogged in there which is really nice um, and then in the evening, I am dousing my beautiful face with the Murad Retinol Youth Renewal Serum yes. because get ahead of it, people.
1: Retinol, people.
0: Yeah. Aren't you so proud of I me? Am. I feel like Kenya. I'm
1: like tearing up.
0: I know. You're so proud. But Birchbox makes it super easy. Each month, you're you're given the opportunity to customize some of the samples that you receive, or you can opt to be surprised, which I love because I'm not not that well-versed in a lot of these products. So by being surprised, I'm learning about really cool new things that I can use. And the products are still always personalized according to your beauty and grooming profile, which you build on the site before you even get your first box. It's amazing. And Birchbox is an accessible and convenient way to discover new products. Like I said, the samples come to you, they are personalized to fit your needs, and they're paired with helpful information about each product so that you know how to use it. So you're learning all this cool new stuff that you can integrate into your existing beauty routine, or you can totally change it up if you feel so inclined.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, filling out your beauty and grooming profile is really quick and easy. You know, we'll have a good quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll answer questions about your skin and hair type, your preferences and your lifestyle. And then Birchbox will take your profile into account when curating your box every month. So you know that the products are especially chosen for you. You're not going to get samples mm-hmm. of stuff that you're like, well, great, but this is three shades darker than my yeah. skin tone. So never mind. Um, right. or vice versa versa the Birchbox online shop also features products from more than 500 prestige brands and here are some examples yeah. which literally sounds like my sephora cart back in the day like it's it's every <laughs> it's everything i love mac yeah benefit cosmetics tart wander beauty keels sunday riley mm living proof uh, Ursa Major Harry's I mean, oh I
0: love Ursa Major yeah, so much it's
1: amazing so go to birchbox.com slash gals g-a-l-s and use promo code gals to get five dollars off your first birch box again go to birchbox.com forward slash gals and use promo code gals to get five dollars off your
0: first birch box treat your self-care routine treat it for real here we go. Are you ready for my case? Yes. Uh, speaking of fucking spiraling out of control, this is really intense. Oh, what? Spiraling. Uh, oh. Spiral.
3: No. Nope. Spiral?
4: Oh. spiral. That Dang was the specific it. word.
3: Kinds of
0: staircases.
4: Mm-mm. No, we just got it.
0: <laughs> the staircase. <laughs> Theory. Okay, <laughs> that, that's a wild. Speaking of Pandora's pasta
4: box. shapes. I okay, wish. so to ke- just to just to keep up, we've gotten the word spiral. We guessed yep. that. We got the names of cities on the west coast. So we got yep. one more, which oh, is God. an occasion that happens in this
0: conversation. An occasion that happens mm. in this conversation. Drinking? No. No. Drink well, whatever we drink. Drink whatever we drink.
3: The, oh, sorry, my phone started playing a podcast for no reason. Uh, oh. About penguins? Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to be talking about Losing Streak Lois. Oh. And this is a name <laughs> that could only have been gained by someone who had life dump a particularly wet bucket of shit all over her head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes.
1: Fish guts. <laughs> a bucket of fish guts. Yeah.
0: But before your collateral sympathy kicks in for a woman who is a grandmother, a gambling addict, and undeniably kind of adorable, there will be photos of her on the blog. Remember that Pandora's box was shut when Pandora found it. Pandora could have left the box the fuck alone. And even after you open the proverbial can of worms, there are certain lines that you should never cross. Ugh, women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, am I right? We just can't help <laughs> ourselves. Eve, Pandora uh, Here we go And remember that I mentioned worms Because they do play a small role in this case Mainly that they're just there Maybe What a gross this, episode knows. we're I doing like, I do I know, like it's worm so
3: content I think worms are very funny
0: Right? Yeah. Because yeah. are worm guy. Gem. I'm a big worm hashtag guy.
1: Hashtag yeah. worm content.
0: <laughs> oh, God, no. I hate that. I don't want that to trend.
1: Uh, definitely, no. definitely
0: part of this episode now. Hashtag worm content. I'm uh, just here for the worms. <laughs> whatever. Okay, so Lois Reese is a Minnesota native of Bloomington Ooh. Prairie, specifically. And Bloomington Prairie is a tiny little town in southern Minnesota with a population of about 1,981 people and counting. She was the kind of soft, smiling woman of gentle demeanor that are abundant in the land of lakes. (laughs) Lois is a woman who inspired people to trust her, as we will see pretty clearly. For example... Lois was a daycare provider, and dozens of parents blissfully left their children with her every week for years. She had a thing Mm. for sun hats, which hard same, spending (laughs) time with her seven grandkids, and for gambling at some of Minnesota's many casinos.
1: Mystic Lake.
0: Yeah. But mainly, Uh she liked gambling. She really liked gambling. (laughs) (laughs) So deficiencies in serotonin and norepinephrine are the main suspected culprits for what leads to behavioral addictions, with addictions hunting, with like these addicts hunting thrills that their normal lives can't provide due to chemical imbalances, which they subsequently become hooked on just like any other substance. Like and me with Mahjong. Yes. I just described your addiction to Mahjong. It's giving I'm on your level brain i 768. I can't. <laughs> Although, it's my same addiction to Best fiends, so I really have nowhere to talk. <laughs> uh, so, Lois's, Lois and her husband, David, uh, had three kids, Bill, Braden, and Bria. Thanks, I hate it.
3: A uh, Brayden? <laughs> <Oof. laughs>
0: Bill, Braden, and Bria. Please don't uh, name all of your kids with names starting with the same letter. Triple it's Bs, weird. yeah, that's no yeah, good. It's, it's that's pretty good. Yeah. That's
1: pretty
3: good. The Killer Killer Bees. bees.
1: The Killer Bees. If they had a family softball team, they would be the Killer Bees.
0: But I still, I love the Killer Bees. It's done. It's good. (laughs) Another nickname for Basement Boy. The Killer Killer Bees. Um, So the family shared their town with a Dairy Queen. A big sign that read "Blooming Prairie, a great place to spend the next hundred years." Oh my what? God! Oh my God! The town's catchphrase. It's so <laughs> macabre. But you, but you can't really. ever leave. Really <laughs> Might ominous. as well say you will
3: die here. <laughs> yeah. It's for yeah. for sure.
0: <laughs> great place to die and rot in the ground for a hundred years before you're disinterred and moved
4: to another town. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. And Lois' <laughs> Hard is gambling at addiction. 100 through the 80s up until March of 2010. Lois's serious gambling problem, as almost all gambling problems do, left her constantly hungry for cash while she started stealing from wherever she could get it. So she was just stealing left and right. The nickname Losing Streak Lois was coined by her local police department who had a myriad of (gasps) run-ins with her. She would turn to theft on several occasions, and the police would essentially say Lois is in trouble again, must be on another losing streak. <laughs> Most egregious was when she, named care, when she was named caretaker for her mentally disabled older sister, who was 61 at the time, but had her guardianship stripped when it was discovered that she had stolen tens of thousands of dollars from her sister's account.
2: Yaza. So at the time
0: of discovery, they were like, "Oh, she's taken this much money," but eventually, it was calculated that the figure was over one hundred thousand dollars that was stolen. Oh, yeah. yeah. yikes! It is quite yeah. the losing no. streak. yeah, yeah, it's and rude, all of sure. it was gambled away. So it was quite possibly her first major criminal act and the proverbial opening of this Pandora's box because she got caught. She had this like line of funds, mm. and then got caught, mm-hmm. so she can't keep dipping into that anymore. But mm-hmm. soon after, because of a death in the family, Reese inherited half a million dollars. What? Well, this lady's yeah. family is loaded. I know. I want a death of the family. Mom, are you listening? Just kidding. <laughs> no one in my family <laughs> well, your would grandma's ever. Fucking do. She's six hundred oh, years old. I'm gonna have to pay <laughs> in half a million dollars by the time my grandma dies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like ten years ago, you were like, "Well, if my grandma dies, I might." I might inherit a little bit of money, a tiny bit of money and now she's like
0: five thousand (laughs) dollars. (laughs) And now
1: she's a hundred
0: and two. She's a (laughs) hundred and two. And, like, thriving. That's too, that's too old. It's way too fucking old. She'll She's the first one to say it. If you all are all, like, offended by what I'm saying right now, she's the first one to say she's annoyed every time she wakes up. Yeah, so once you I'm hit, just, like,
3: 80, 85, <laughs> you're over it. I know a lot of people that old who are, like, yeah. Race to the grave. Any day now It would be great. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. My it's, grandpa, he, he turned 90 in June. He is yeah. over it. I'm done. <laughs> it makes sense. Yes. I don't blame him. Imagine just
2: everything hurting no matter what.
3: Yeah, you know, if you've lived a great life, you've done everything you mostly wanted to do at that point. Your body's just stolen
1: all the penguins.
4: Yeah, Yeah. let's go. We're done. Yeah, death Mm -hmm. with dignity, Dirk. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, Mm -hmm. so this money could have turned her life around. She could have paid back her sister. She could have gotten herself some like treatment for her gambling addiction. But of course, we would not be talking about her in this episode if she did that, would we? Mm -mm. So she blew the half a million on gambling. Jesus. Yeah. David Reese, her husband, was a big man, like large, and an avid outdoorsman, taking up all of the stereotypical Minnesota pastimes. Fishing, hunting, swimming, boating. Ice fishing, snowmobiling. Ice fishing. of all times. Ice hunting,
1: ice swimming, and ice boating.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) Making bars, drinking coffee. (laughs) Anyway, he loved this sort of thing so much that he eventually started his own small business in the form of a bait shop. Cue the worms. Mm.
1: Fish guts. Oh my God, this whole episode is about fish guts. It
0: really is. It all circles back. Um, The business went well, and in 2010, David bought a farmhouse and started growing his very own bait when he opened Prairie Wax Worm Farm. Yes, actual worms, not weed. Wax worms. Wax worms. (laughs) Yeah. Um, David and his wife lived on the worm farm that they owned and operated in a nice white farmhouse. It was all picturesque and David seemed to enjoy his business and had a, had deep family roots in town. So it was a bit of a surprise when he didn't show up for work one day in March. <gasps> no. March Did 21st. David have a
1: life insurance policy?
0: Well, in his own business. He mm-hmm. got in a hunting accident yeah. right between mm-hmm. the eyes. Oh, you don't <laughs> see that too often. Um... <laughs> So he didn't show up for work on March 21st, and then again on March 22nd, still no, no sign of him. So the Dodge County this. Sheriff's Office officially grew concerned enough on March 23rd to go out to the worm farm did they question and, the worms No I wish <laughs> I didn't know what a worm farm looked like exactly but it was fun to mm-hmm. picture but what it actually was is not what I pictured at all Isn't it, just uh, like is it a not lot just of, a
4: field like, of dirt It's
0: not just a field of dirt like,
2: like, Wooden trays Yeah there's a there's a worm farm in Blade Runner 2049 Oh there is yeah Yeah Dave Bautista I don't yeah. know
0: about oh. the wooden trays but like at a glance the the worms are kept above ground in like big metal boxes that are full of dirt and yeah, then maybe the like, wooden like, trays yeah, are in there. Uh, Otherwise they'd crawl away. But it's called vermiculture and it's super gross and there's a picture on the block. I'm into it. Of the metal box. And a pink one. Anyway. So (laughs) the deputies passed the massive bins full of worms and entered the Reese home. Inside they found a bathroom door closed with towels stuffed around the base and edges. The towels were to seal in the smell. No. Yeah. David Reese had been killed by gunshot and placed under a blanket on the floor of the bathroom. Lois was nowhere to be found and neither was the family's 2005 Cadillac Escalade. So yeah, clearly they were making good money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension quickly announced that Lois was wanted as a person of interest in her husband's death, and the town was plunged into shock, the family devastated by the loss of their father and the apparent implication of their mother, and the town was rattled to its bones. It's very rattled bones. to
1: its goat bones. <laughs> to its goat bones. Rattled its bones.
0: Do it. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, rattle. Oh.
0: Well, I think she was just doing it. Were you just yeah. doing it or is this yeah, real? Yeah, I was just doing okay. it. <laughs>
1: oh, well, I drank Still anyway. Drank. Um, I just am so disappointed in Lois with the fact that like she literally had a worm farm to yeah. work with to dispose of a body and she
0: didn't partake. Yeah, but she is a grandma, so it's hard to lift her big, strong Hulk and hubby into a giant metal worm Yeah, canister. not one limb at a time. She's also and you kind just of exactly Cut it up. It seems like, Jesus so she's maybe Christ. not thinking
2: the clearest.
0: I don't think she mm-hmm. is. I think that this is, for lack of a word that we can't drink to, spiraling out of control, her addiction, and then she's just desperate for funds.
3: I think she shouldn't have killed her husband.
0: <laughs> I agree. Because I think <laughs> doesn't that kind of stop the gravy train? Have a, have a little space in his,
3: his, his worm farm. <laughs> Yeah. Probably a booming business in Minnesota.
2: I guess oh, if you yeah, could the worm farm as a gamble in itself, it yeah. would feed her addiction. What if you tell her that? Like, this is right. pretty risky, baby. Yeah. That's what I would be doing if I was him. I'd be like, wow, this business, it's it's pretty volatile. It's a big gamble. Yeah. The
0: worm game is a real gamble. Just but the pay, I mean, would be huge. Everybody. If only <laughs> losing Streak Lois had you two to guide her, but... Mm-hmm. She was too busy 40 miles south using the money that she had stolen from her husband's business to gamble it up at Lucy, the Diamond Joe Casino (gasps) in Northwood, Iowa, which I regularly pass pass on my way to visit Lucy in Des Moines. Uh, So she was caught there on surveillance footage, and she is fucking smiling and fucking laughing it up. There's a picture of the surveillance photo if you want to take a peek at it. Oh, Um,
1: she is. She's looking great.
0: She's having a great time. Lois continued to flee south, funding her gambling binge on checks stolen from her husband's bank account and started forging more when those ran out. Lois bounced from casino to casino, only stopping to ask for directions and living out of her car. Hand-drawn maps of her route were later found detailing the whole trip, so she was, like, scrapbooking, (laughs) uh, (laughs) which is entirely (laughs) too Minnesotan. Um, and there is evidence that she may have been scrapbooking that we'll get back to <laughs> later in this case. I can't wait. Uh, so detailing the trip all the way down to Fort Myers Beach, Florida, because even if you are a bonkers lady from Minnesota, you're likely to wind up as a bonkers lady in Florida.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Florida Straight has line. its
0: own gravitational pull. Anyway. hmm so, we need to cut for a moment to the home of Teresa and Rod Coster, which I first read as Red Lobster, and now I can't unsee that. Rod <laughs> Coster, Red Lobster. That's uh, what it is now. That's his name, now. <laughs> Fish Guts. Exactly. Fish Guts, Red Lobster. It all circles <laughs> back. <laughs> so these are two snowbirds who knew Lois and David from back in Bloomington Prairie. And one evening, the phone rang when Teresa picked it up. She was greeted by a woman who identified herself as, quote, Stormy Liberty.
1: A uh, hell of a <laughs> that's name. What, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's a what name. Trump made Storm, Stormy know. Daniels call herself. Yeah.
0: Stormy Liberty. And Stormy, over the course of the call, asked the woman for her home address, which Teresa, being an elderly woman from Minnesota, quickly gave her because clearly Stormy Liberty was like a Nigerian prince. And if she just got her home address, she'd send her riches beyond her wildest dreams. She would wire
4: her the thousands of dollars.
0: Yeah, trust Mm -hmm, no one. mm -hmm. So on April 2nd, Teresa Coster left her home and found a heavyset woman peering into the interior of her car parked in the driveway. Their eyes met and a very awkward moment passed before the woman in her driveway muttered something about being at the wrong house and walked off. The fact that Teresa Coster recognized her as Lois Reese from Bloomington Prairie was a definite shock. Teresa and her husband had invited Lois and David to visit their Florida home and get out of the cold years earlier, and now Teresa suddenly found herself thinking of the phone call from Stormy Liberty and is putting two and two together. They hadn't seen them in a long time.
1: That is so weird. And now all of a sudden
0: this woman is like lurking in her driveway. She hasn't seen her in years, and she immediately she's like, oh shit, I think that's Lois, and then the wheels are turning, and she's like, ah, Stormy Liberty, Uh uh-oh. Stormy Liberty. Liberty. I know. Jesus. I don't want to think that she voted for Trump, but like she it kind of sounds like yeah. she did. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, she did. You don't come up with a pseudonym like Stormy Liberty if you're not voting red. <laughs> Um, so, authorities would later find that Lois had attempted to open a cell phone account under the name Stormy Liberty, which, like, also, can you blame her? I'd rather be Stormy Liberty than losing streak Lois. That is true. And Verizon,
1: Verizon was just like, hey, can you just go to Sprint across the street? Like yeah, we're just, we are just You're not the caliber client that we are no. looking for. But I use
0: Sprint. <laughs> under the pseudonym stormy liberty though Oh, boost mobile anyway <laughs> so Teresa believes that lois may have intended to kill her and her husband in order to switch cars and further avoid detection and i don't think that's a, a out of this world no, speculation too far off, no no um on april 4th lois is seen on surveillance footage with a woman named pamela hutchinson pamela was a former car salesman who was not from the area she's not from around her here She had traveled two hours to spread her recently deceased husband's ashes and had a chance encounter with Lois. Again, they're still in Florida, so this isn't isn't like that weird. It's like, go spread them in the ocean. (laughs) Um, Who just, at at a glance, really doesn't seem all that threatening. So the two were seen chatting happily at the Smoking Oyster Brewery. Mm. The two were again seen laughing and conversing in a friendly manner, caught on CCTV entering Pamela Hutchinson's home on April 5th. Pamela 45- no I know Well 45 minutes later Lois left the house distraught And it looked like she was crying Then she goes back into the home With a bag A bag? A bag A bag for those Who a don't know what big bag, bag is. A big bag <laughs> Because she left the next morning With a garbage bag Full of Pamela's belongings And drove off in Pamela Hutchinson's car Oh no It's escalating
3: I actually, this is all sounding familiar to me now. And now I vaguely remember seeing things on the news about a. Oh, yeah.
0: Because this just broke. Like, yeah. this has been ongoing for a long time, but they. It it's just hitting, like, the press now because she's since been, I believe, appreh- yeah, she's been apprehended. Yeah, but we'll I wasn't, get to it, I wasn't tracking
3: good. it when it, no, when no, it was no. unfolding, but I do remember just seeing the headlines here and there like, yeah. there's a grandmother on pretty, the loose and boy, yeah, is Yeah, the killer
0: grandma. It's yeah. pretty famous yes. in Minnesota because she's from here. So I was really excited. Is Pamela no. dead? Pamela? Oh, oh, Pamela? Oh, yeah, she's definitely dead. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping oh, that maybe yeah. she just, like, chloroformed oh, yeah, like,
2: like, so. her or something and just, like, put her to sleep.
0: No, no. She's she Pamela food at this oh, point. <laughs> yeah, poor Pamela. <laughs> Pamela Hutchinson was found in a bathroom, sealed shut with towels again. under a blanket on April 9th. And yep, she's got an MO in a scene disturbingly similar to Race's husband David. Pamela had been shot once at the side and again in the heart. Jesus the murder Christ. weapon was a yeah. Well, the double tap. If we learned anything from Zombie Land, that is true. The what murder is her weapon was a small. Here?
2: Like she's, I guess she's not thinking clearly, but like
0: you know. Oh, it, we'll get to it. <laughs> we will get to why she went after Pamela, and it's creepy. <sighs> oh, she used the same murder weapon—a small caliber pistol that matched David's wounds—and then I'm assuming there was some ballistics testing. It was probably the same exact gun. So authorities found that someone had been using Pamela's identification and had taken mm-hmm. five thousand dollars out of her bank account.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Teresa Coster identified Lois from CCTV at the bank in question because now, like, she's cooperating with the police. The husband's dead, so Teresa is like, "Yeah, I saw this woman in my yard, and this is the same woman that now went into this bank." Mm-hmm. Lois and Pamela looked just enough alike. That Lois could get away with using her ID to withdraw money, and this is the only motive to her murder.
1: I mean, a you, woman of of her age, like, no one is gonna
0: look really closely at the ID. No, like she could that's have true. you know. And like, also, like, it's disturbing how similar they look. So on the drive/slash blog, there's a photo of a woman with kind of shorter blonde hair with like cute PC bangs she's smiling she's got a nice arch to her brows yep yep she's cute yep. yep and then if you look like two below that's Lois with her hair pulled back also smiling oh They look really similar. They have a very similar facial structure. The shape of their noses are similar. Their noses, their Their mouths. Yep. If you could easily just be like, oh, she's letting her hair go grayer or her hair's gotten longer since her ID photo, like I probably as a bartender wouldn't have questioned that.
1: I wouldn't have pushed it. Also, she's definitely of age. So maybe the bartender thing wasn't. But yeah, I wouldn't have like. Push it. I wouldn't have wanted the let me talk to your manager speech. No, no, not I even. Wouldn't a have bit. Got, I wouldn't have glanced at the photo. It's weird mm-hmm. too, because Lois,
3: see, like on site, she just looks like a sweet lady. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what mm-hmm. the creepiest thing about mm-hmm. it is I
2: can't get over this image of her like smiling while shooting these people.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's very real dist- real disturbing. Creepy. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Lois fled with her assumed identity and evaded police capture. The media went crazy over the next weeks with the, quote, killer grandma story. Uh Reese was tracked across four states from activity on Pamela's credit card. And on April 19th, she ordered a cocktail at a Corpus Christi, Texas bar where she was identified as the killer grandma on the lamb by a bar employee who called the police. So this is what I'm saying
2: about Endgame. It seems like she's very much approaching everything she's doing with reckless abandon. Like, she's not Mm -hmm. trying to cover her tracks. She's using the same gun. She's going to get a victory cocktail. It just seems like... Mm-hmm. I don't. Does she? Does she know that people? Are,
0: she. This is going to come to an well, abrupt end. She must end know soon? because she's assuming somebody else's identity. Like she must. But she's know. also
1: hiding in plain sight. I yeah. could. I think it's a luck of the draw that
0: someone recognized her. Right in yeah. Corpus Christi. Like I just saw the news about this case in the last month. I would have been and like, was,
1: here you go, ma'am. Would you like some more gator bites? Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't even. <laughs> yes.
0: The answer is <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. Gator bites are, good. Gator well, actually... are really good. Oh, oh they're, they're so family. good. I had a gator bite so uh, the other day. Fortunately, actually, I'm almost done, so we can. At the fair? Get gator bites. Like, really Maybe. Oh, yeah, it was at the fair. Oh, it was good. Ugh, we lucky. had gator bites at our state fair, too. Oh,
4: I'm sure you. I ate Andy Dick's Gator Bites when he well, crashed our show in New Orleans. Yeah, well, yeah,
0: that's a choice. That's yeah, speaking of, speaking of <laughs> a, that's of a choice you made. Yeah, that's a gamble there. To. We've speaking all been of taking cursed. Taking your
1: life in your own hands. By Dick's uh. Gator
0: Bites. So Lois was arrested <laughs> before she could finish her cocktail. Mm. She was extradited to Florida, which is not good. No one wants nah. to be extradited to Florida. And charged with first-degree murder with a firearm, grand theft auto of a motor vehicle, grand theft and criminal use of of person identification. And the state's attorney general insisted they would seek the death penalty. Ooh. The death pen. Oh, she the did kill death people. Never penalty. mind. Yeah. yeah, I kind she of forgot about people. the killing people. Because yeah, you forget. You look at her and you forget. Like it's it's cuckoo bananas. Yeah.
1: Oh, I
2: didn't forget. Um, There's something about that image that's just scary to me.
0: Yeah, it's real scary. Mm, So the the state's attorney general wrote, Hutchinson's killing was committed in a cold, calculated, and premeditated manner without any pretense of moral or legal justification. Lois's son Brandon, one of the killer bees, was interviewed on Inside Edition saying his mom was a good lady who had just snapped, and when it came to gambling, quote, just a mental breakdown, he said, she had her own demons, you know, lately. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. which is like the yeah, most look, Minnesota thing I've ever heard. Body hurt.
2: trail looks really bad, but she's
0: a good lady. Yeah, she's a good lady. She's yeah, no, a good it's, heart. it's very. I mean, it's clearly like it started she's with had the gambling. A rough patch. Yeah, she's going through some tough times. <laughs> but to think this started with like. Casual gambling to, okay, now I got to steal some money because I'm losing a bunch of money to, oh, now I'm stealing a $100,000 to, oh, now I'm killing my husband and stealing from his business to, oh, now I'm fleeing. I'm killing somebody else and assuming her identity and withdrawing everything I can from her bank account to extradited to Florida to death One might say
1: that she's spiraled out of control. control. Uh Uh-huh.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Look, so, this is why after- I leave blackjack tables when I'm like $50 up. Otherwise, for it'll real.
5: be a body count.
3: I- Otherwise, yeah. I might start murdering people in the <laughs> I wonder if she <laughs> just like had this, this sweet grandmotherly dis- disposition throughout this whole affair. That's like, what I'm thinking. Like, dude, after she scary. murdered the second person, was like, yeah. oh, Lois, oh. now you've really done it. <laughs> Have you
4: done it oh again? Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking you of Kathy, You better send Bates. the
0: family caffeine bars. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is for your own good.
4: I wonder <laughs> if she treated herself to a new sun hat. Oh my
2: gosh!
0: I'm probably sure she she's did. living
4: in. She was making her way to Texas. It's hot in Texas too. I wonder if she still sent her grandkids birthday cards while on the Twi- lam. They only get Absolutely. twenty dollars. while She's
1: not she, a monster. She's not a monster.
4: She's, she's a good
3: just lady. With blood.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Someone else's check inside. Ooh. Looks like grandma spilled some <laughs> jelly.
0: Uh, who's Teresa? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> grandma spilled her jelly. It's soup. So after her apprehension, a myriad of disturbing objects were found in Lois's car back to the scrapbooking and hotel room. Several knives, four credit cards, rubber gloves, duct tape, bullets, a gun holster, a quote, unnamed personal item that appeared to be a trophy from the killing of Pamela. I'm wondering if she stole Pamela's vibrator. This sounds
2: like the belongings of
0: Jack Nicholson's Joker. This is insane.
3: No, totally. no, wh- But knives and lint.
0: <laughs> Here's where it gets worse <gasps> a mannequin head. Uh, <gasps> and a tube of unopened glitter.
1: Oh, so <laughs> scrapbooking.
0: The scrapbooking. That's totally. <laughs> There's and a, a mannequin head
1: for her wig. It yeah. makes perfect sense. There's oh my a God. picture
0: of the mannequin head and the glitter on the drive, and the mannequin, yes. head, mannequin head is totally JFK. Oh, Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Which, like, a woman in her late 60s would definitely have the hots for a JFK mannequin head. It's
4: also, like, bronze. Yeah, it's real weird. Why do you have this? Oh, that is not
0: what I was
1: expecting. Oh, my God.
4: God forbid the FBI does an inventory of, like, my
0: home, though. Can you imagine the list? How many mannequin heads you have? I mean, Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bones. (laughs) Yeah. The bones. Jars. No no explanation for some of this shit will likely ever be produced, but it really does paint the picture of a woman going deeper and deeper down into madness and, and in a very creepy. Way. I guess if um, she's
3: that untethered from reality at that point though, right. she's probably just like, well, what else? You know, I guess I've murdered and uh, I exist to no one anymore until I'm yeah, caught. Yeah, so who's yeah. gonna Ooh, question glitter. my mannequin head i enjoy and my weird mannequin head fetish <laughs> that I have. I thought you were gonna say
2: like she was leaning into the narrative. Like she became self-aware and was like, what would be funny to put in this truck?
3: Well, I guess I'm Maybe. a serial killer now.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> might as well, let's add some inventory here to make that list really funny. Oh yeah.
0: my god. I do That's enjoy knitting. I'm into it. So Lois was apprehended in 2018 and pled not guilty to the murder charges, obviously. She doesn't want to be put in the electric chair, which they don't do in Florida. It's lethal injection, but still. Her yeah, trial was... Florida. Yeah, and then you live in Florida. Sure. <laughs> her trial was set to start in September. Literally September this this month that we are recording this is Today. when her trial started. So updates will likely be forthcoming... If, and if if and as you see more things come forward, feel free to, like, tweet them at me and, and email them to me because I totally want to keep my finger on the pulse of this case. Um, and one last creepy detail that I left out until the end, just for fun. Just before her arrest, Lois had made a friend, a la Pamela, mm. a different woman named Bernadette, and had uh, they had gotten, like, kind of close. Bernadette took to her friendly, talkative... Personality. Lois again is like so unassuming and just sweet looking. Yeah. And Bernadette had invited Lois to come hang out and enjoy her community hot tub, sleep in her guest bedroom. She's this just, is just a being awesome. over. This is crazy. Yeah. So the two shared a pleasant night and then went out for breakfast. The two had made plans to meet again on April twentieth for dinner. And Bernadette. And we. Was four d-
1: twenty. Yeah. Four <laughs>
0: twenty. <laughs> Bernadette was told that Louis or Lois, Louis, Lois was arrested and charged with multiple counts of murder while she was at the restaurant waiting for Lois <gasps> to show up.
4: Oh, oh! my oh, gosh! Yeah, they're multiplying. So
0: we <laughs> we will we, we'll never know what Lois exactly had planned for her new friend, but uh-huh. it's not out of the realm of possibility that she had found another lookalike. She had already killed Pamela. Yeah, and knew that it she wasn't needed to change identities waffles. again. Yeah.
3: I bet at that so, point she like, turned to the waiter and said, oh, check
0: please. Please? <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh.
3: <laughs> Gulp. Maybe Gulp. she wasn't going to murder her. Maybe she
2: just needed someone, needed a friend. No, no. she was going to murder she was her. She was totally someone to bounce some ideas her. off of.
0: Can you even imagine you're sitting there, you're laughing it up with your new friend, you're never suspecting that all the while they're sizing you up and gauging if they look enough like you to kill you, steal your identity, raid your bank account, and leave you dead on the floor of your bathroom under a thin blanket. Yeah, this is why I I don't have friends.
3: Wait, so she had seen her apartment or home previously? This was the second time they were meeting?
0: Yeah. yeah, like she had already spent the evening with Bernadette and had struck up that friendship and as she was gonna meet up with her again, fortunately in a public place, but it seems like she's establishing that trust she like was she probably did with also like
3: scoping out the place to see what a good totally. you know, murder strategy would be or like right. if it's and if worth not the only murder. she
0: yeah. yeah and if not only she looks enough like her to get away with stealing her identity, but maybe get a, a feel on how much like disposable income this woman had. yeah. -hmm. You know, yeah, Yeah. that's
2: a a testament. Don't make your place too ostentatious, because then you might get murdered if people think all this person has money. I got to put my PSVR away
0: anytime (laughs) someone comes over. So that is the story of losing streak, Lois. Oh, Oh. Lois, no. I know the streak continues. The
2: streak continues.
0: I want a worm farm. Yeah, it's ongoing. Oh, that is awesome. That. that. I mean, it's she had so a pretty well good done. run there.
3: You know? Yeah, she did. I mean, it's did. bad because she was murdering people, but yeah. I, bet, I bet she just felt kind of invincible for a little bit, like, ooh, things I are finally starting to go my way now that I've murdered some people. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, That's and it's probably, it's probably worth it. She's a gambling addict. She's addicted to that high, that adrenaline. Yeah. Of course she's gonna end up on a murder spree. Yeah,
0: oh yeah. yeah. The writing yeah. was on sure, the wall.
4: Yes. The writing was on the worms the whole time. It was
0: on the mm-hmm. worms. I don't think all gambling
2: mm-hmm. addicts turn into murderers, though. I know Charles Barkley uh, no. had a big, Statistically, they do, yes. Michael Jordan would tell how to make gambling addicts. No, I don't do think not. he's out there <laughs> murdering people. I know he's. Well, nope. he got taught a lesson, I think. That's, That's true. That's not
0: right. the typical escalation of this very treatable disease. And if you feel like there's someone in your life <laughs> or you have an issue with addiction, please reach out. You have lots of resources. There's a hotline. There's a gambling yeah. addiction yeah. hotline. Mm-hmm. Don't reach That's out us. to us. Don't, it's 1 800.
2: Off. You either murder people no, or you make Haynes commercials. Off. One of the two. Or
0: open a worm farm. <laughs> or open a worm farm. Ugh.
1: All right. Sign All me up. All right. Thank you so much. Special thanks this week to our very special guests, Ryan and Shane of BuzzFeed Unsolved. We had so much fun. Yeah, thank you guys you for coming too. on. We did too. Our, thank you for having yes, us. thank
2: you for having us. This was a, this was a blast. So Despite fun. The darkness Come back that anytime.
0: <laughs> oh, that's—it's usually Kenyon that like destroys everybody's hopes and dreams with her stories. So yeah, I wanted to kick true. it up a notch. I had fun with it. It was yeah. good.
4: Oh, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want me to reveal the final cue that oh, you never? Oh yeah. yeah, we never
3: quite cracked yes.
4: it. Yes. Okay, so it was when Ryan and or Shane go off on tangents. Oh
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. there it is
4: think we actually did already. Right. We kept it reined in, yeah. to be honest.
2: Yeah, that was pretty reined in. Yeah,
4: the second. I mean, honestly, after my segment, when you didn't really have a chance to go off on tangents, you did pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we were That's in
2: someone solid. else's house. You know, don't want to start making a mess of things.
1: When we're in our yeah. little
2: studio,
0: it's a, uh, it's a lot.
1: All bets are off. Oh. <laughs> oh, there it is.
0: And with that horrible gambling joke. <laughs> We bid you two adieu. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WineAndCrimePod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! (laughs)